0: show may contain naughty language and explicit content, you have been warned.
1: Welcome to Hammer, an Age of Sigmar podcast. Bringing you product reviews, news from the UK tournament scene, as well as some pro hobby tips stay tuned and get ready for some hammer to your face. Welcome to Face Hammer, episode forty-three. It's me, Russ, the Face Bill. I am joined by Les, the Star Drake Martin, Byron, drinks a lot of gin, Ord, and <laughs> Terry, wet and dry pike. How's it going, guys? Not too bad, mate. Are you swimmingly. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah, too enthusiastic. I mean, yeah. After that previous intro that no one ever got
2: to hear. <laughs>
1: That's fine, we'll have to do it on a premium content at some point. All we need to know
2: is that three of us bullied Terry for about ten minutes, and then, then we, we started again.
1: Then we knew that we had to stop. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so this show we are going to talk about the up-and-coming Eggs event, which is the Element Games Grand Slam. Um, element games obviously yeah mm-hmm. and uh what armies we're taking and uh we you know what lists other people are taking and uh, what we think's good and why we took our list and things like that but i think before we get into the the nuts and bolts of the show we should probably just talk about what we've been up to recently with hobby so we'll start off with les so les what have you been doing hobby wise loads absolutely loads of um, space marines yeah, swiftly <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: you on. <laughs> I've not even been painting space readers, I've just been putting space movies together.
1: Yeah, that's that's fine. That's still a hobby, right?
2: Like, well, to, to be fair, I, since we last recorded, I have started working on some Paladors um, and Lord Aquilor and stuff. And I was going to take um, a, a fruity list of eggs and just take the Paladors and uh, Vanguard
1: Hunters and stuff like that. But so you just decided you liked winning, right? Yeah. Then I was that like, to be cool. anyone's hobby hero like that. Yeah, so I can do no hobby and have a better list and win games and do no zero effort up to the event, or I could paint a load of models and have fun, but probably yeah. not be able to win games as and, much. And,
2: and to clarify, because I've had a few messages and DMs and stuff about on different sort of social media and forums asking me if I found sort of like this amazing list, and that's why I'm doing the Paladors.
0: The I answer is I have done it. Yes, yeah, no, in the near future. Yeah, the answer is no. I haven't. <laughs> The
1: answer is now. Les isn't painting him. He's decided to keep it quiet until he can unleash the new filth, the fury. Yeah. Or, unleash or... the
2: fury! Or I've just deke everyone into oblivion, and, and kind of wanted to get them painted because I haven't. I'm never going to use them otherwise. Um, I've got this thing where I'm like, I'm going to take all the subpar stuff that I've not got painted, and I'm going to put it all together and include it in my stormcast list. Just and then take it to an event for fun, and then I realise that I'm really not going to do that. So
1: I just decided to take something different instead. I think you would have done if you hadn't painted. Yeah, because like for you, it was like I don't really want to sit and paint it. I just, I'm
2: just not feeling the painting love at the moment. I just can't seem to sort of like focus on doing anything. So I figured that. we've had the heat wave it's been really like annoying to paint when it's hot like that and i just kind of didn't really feel the the motivation i always get like this point after sort of like safe ghosts and stuff anyways kind of during the summer i don't really do a lot and then i start like ramping up towards a new army in the autumn usually so yeah and and you know i've got a really competitive silveneff build and i've got a really competitive stormcast build and you know i don't have to think about it i can just take it and enjoy myself and you know, that's that's what I've done. I mean, I, I did go to a cheeky one there um, and come second with a stormcast list, which is all right. No, should good, should have come first, but I got stung with a list submission, even though I bought my ticket after the list submission. Yeah, but you knew you were going to go, and you were just gaming it. I wasn't gaming it. I bought <laughs> so, list submission on a Friday, buy your ticket on the Saturday, get hit with a list submission, but I didn't know that I was going until the time I bought my ticket. Yeah, that old
1: chestnut. Yeah, it didn't matter anyway. It's only tin pots. <laughs> I was I was thinking about that for eggs. If you got a list play, could you just like refund your ticket and buy a new one? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've just bought a ticket. What do you mean? Uh, probably not. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Byron, when are you going to add some turquoise paladors to your army? Yes, please do it. <laughs>
0: they would look good, wouldn't they? You're tempted uh, now,
1: now I've mentioned bro- it. You can make more bird noises.
0: I oh, could. No, well... I've been trying to see how I can make Stormcasts more birdie with wings and stuff. I've just been wobbling everywhere. So since we last recorded a main show, I have written like a billion lists involving O'Learyle, built O'Learyle's Beetle, started her base, built, well, opened up a box from which Terry had assembled models um, of some prosecutors, fiddled around with them, started non-metallic metal painting adjudicators, which are all but finished. There's four out of five of them at a standard that are, are fine for the table. I'll come back to them because they're kind of like interesting. Yeah, your table um, standard's
1: a lot higher than my one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um,
0: well, they they look bloody out of place the rest of it if they weren't, wouldn't they? Um, and then just because I wrote some other lists and I'd been doing high-level stuff, I was like, I'm going to paint pink stuff. So I got out a load of corn, and I did, like, the bulk of the work on ten more bloodletters, painting them purple.
2: And you wrote a lot of lists
0: of Archeon in. I did write some lists of and Archeon. And lots of
2: Nurgle, randomly, because Archeon goes with Nurgle as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he goes with everything as long as he's got cheap stuff. Um, so I did that, and now I'm going to wobble back to the... I submitted two lists for eggs. The primary and realistic one didn't involve a L'Oreal, so I'm going to be taking that one. Uh, which means that I've got to finish off a battle mage who's just my uh, farse converted roby, turquoise, very, very generic wizard-looking chap, Um, although he has has got an elf head, and finished his Judicators, and that's what I'm going to be taking, along with my High Elf Dragon version of the techless list. Cool. 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 Yeah.
2: Tell you what you've been up to. I've been building more corn stuff for my upcoming corn army where i've built probably five six thousand points of corn now now i've just got to get all painted so i've decided to stick with the um new corn book and just ride it out and see how it goes Mm. um i think there's plenty of like lists that can be made in there this i just want to have everything available so that when the new book comes out the new handbook i can just make whatever i want Yeah. So I don't have to keep adding. I've literally just got everything, and then I can just go. That list looks fun. I can build that. That list looks good. I'll build that, and it's just all there, and then I can just play around with loads of stuff. Kind of like where I am with Sylvanek, where I've got enough everything. Everything. I can just take whatever I want. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. So I'm just getting everything built. I've literally got like 25 Blood Warriors, 30 Reavers, tons of Bloodletters, Crushers. Got Blood and Skull. All the characters, skull cannons, uh, blood thrones, just everything. Skull reapers, Wrathmongers, just just units and units and units of <laughs> everything. I mean, the star collecting boxes are such good value that it's silly not to
1: keep getting them. Yeah, it's almost like you could buy more blood better, so you could buy a star collecting box and get more crushes and skull cannon. Yeah, no, good, was, with the good blood
2: day, warriors, yeah. it's like a blood a unit of ten. A box of ten is what, like thirty, thirty-five quid. And then the start's cheaper than that, box,
1: but it's it's yeah, not far off half the price of the box, is it?
2: Yeah. Then with the skull, you get three skull crushers and the reavers. I think it's ten reavers, or is it blood warriors, skull crushers, a character? There's, there's just so much stuff in there. It just makes no sense to oh, buy. Oh, you are talking about the
1: bloodbound one?
2: Yeah, I, and the blood. I bought loads of both of them. So yeah, because the blood. Yeah,
1: the bloodbound one, you get ten. Um, blood Warriors, and that's like thirty-five quid box set.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. 30, yeah, 30, so I thought you were
1: talking about the Blood Letters. Sorry. Oh no,
2: they're eighteen quid, aren't they?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. so it's like well, why value,
2: buy they? a unit of Blood Warriors, and then you've got your thirty Blood Warriors, and then you've got nine Skull Crushers for some reason.
1: <laughs> Have you seen the? We well, obviously they they released as well a couple new ones, didn't they? So there's a yeah. Beastclaw Raider one, a Sunash and a Fire Slayer one. I think was the new ones they released. Yeah. yeah. Super solid um, <laughs>
2: Selection There <laughs> one. So the Fire Slayer one, you just basically get the Magma Droth, is what you buy, and then you get all the other stuff for free? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Fire very much like the
0: Lizardman one with the Carnosaur in it. Exactly the same, actually.
1: It's basically yeah. like, well, why, why would you buy a Carnosaur kit or a Magma Dwarf kit when you just buy that box? It's the same price. Yeah. yeah. And like, what what you do, as if you're collecting Fire Slayers, is buy multiples of that box
2: and then sell all the Magma because they're rubbish. It's <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I, I think they're cool. I don't I don't think like they're, they're rubbish. Oh they're just not good in the game. They're just not very good. It's that's more a points issue, I think, but we'll see. I think they're alright. I mean like, for me like I, I like I like. I just don't like fire slayer armies, which is just all infantry. I just think that's the problem I have with the army. It's just all. It's all the same it size. And it all looks the same. low
0: physical level, don't we? Yeah. I mean, like just the height is like dudes, uh, dudes, 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 dudes.
2: You need like a mid-sized monster unit, like a unit of dudes riding little magma drops or something. That's what I think. It's like, not like infantry like...
0: bloodbound, is it? No. Where they've got big dudes and little dudes and three different base sizes, even though they're all infantry. It's nothing
1: like that. But to be fair, like even Bloodbound can look a bit flat um, unless you yeah. put some big things yeah, a Jugger it? hero or something, yeah, or yeah. A Bloodthirster or something like that. You know, I mean, like just something cool and big or some Juggernauts. Um, for me, like the I like the Beastgloradius, Raiders, because like, you get the three levels of height. You get like the infantry sort of Yeti and Saber Tusk level, then you get the Mournfang, and then you get the big things. It's like so you got the three yeah, really le- levels of height. So same. You with, say that. But you only ever
2: see horns with night goblins.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I took beast claw raiders, pure beast claw. to are more eggs. It's yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, you know, don't don't write them off, man. Mournfang, they're they're really bad, but they're uh, they're cool models. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're cool, but anyway. So there is three new sets, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that, you got how much have you done then, Terry? You've been doing a lot, or you because you you went off to your nans' didn't you, at the weekend to do more hobby.
2: Yeah, so I built uh, thirty more blood letters. Um, so I've got quite a few of those built now. I built another six crushers, so I've got eighteen blood crushers built. Wow! Because I want to do the brass stampede, um, demon equivalent. I can't think what it's called now. Thunder yeah. something, or it's the same. It's yeah. exactly the same as
1: murder, blood, um, something, kill making. Murder, death, blood, death, blood.
2: kill, dead, skull, crush, yeah, blood. Skull. Skull. <laughs> um, it's that thing but for blood crushers instead of skull crushers. Same same principle. So I just wanna do a whole army of juggernauts. I think it'll just look cool. I don't think it'll be very good because skull crushers and blood crushers just aren't that great. Um but it'll look awesome.
1: Just yeah.
2: All all the juggers,
1: yeah. I always like oh, my awesome. Juggernauts and my Bloodbound just because it, it, it gave you like a, a slightly faster unit with a, a bit of height and something that just looked imposing. It didn't do a lot but it was like there yeah. were big bases. I a mean, few you times can... I've used those sort of things. People go,
2: oh my god, it's going to be amazing. And then it goes in, you do all your attacks and they take like one wound and they're like, oh, was that it? Like, yeah, they're pretty crap.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get some impact hits. They can be useful in places. Well, sometimes.
1: <laughs> D6 Mortals is pretty good if you've got unit 6 now. But, yeah,
2: especially if it's in the formation that automatically does it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and as they're big enough that you can probably tag multiple units, so you're getting yeah. like multiple D6. Only um, to run your guys facing
0: forward, so you could be taking up like three feet of table with six dudes quite easily. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You could it's actually
0: tag across.
1: Yeah, yeah. So how I use mine: trying to tag as many units as you can on the charge. If you set it up yeah. right, you can, you can do quite a lot of damage. Yeah, it does look a bit stupid, but... <laughs> uh, you got, like... Going, they're basically, like, like crabbing across the table. Cooking, cooking, cooking. that's awesome. Um, so, is that it? Is that it? Everyone don't talk about Harvey? Shall I talk about mine? Like my yeah, yeah, have actually done? I'll just paint the whole army. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah I've been working on my Courage on Overlords, and I decided that I was gonna really push myself to get them done um and I realized as I was trying to build all the guys a few weeks ago, and I was like, I'm never gonna get this ready unless I just completely compromise on my standards and literally just slap the paint on um and not do any like bringing up bringing down like work on them, just just get the paint in the right place, like base coat every model. Also, Gantt charted your yeah. time obsessively, like a lovable nerd. Didn't well, you? I I had like a, I basically had hours per day because only like two weeks to work with. So I basically put hours per day, and I've decided how much time do I have um, with work and you know just life stuff. If I if I broke it down hour by hour, um, and I worked out, I had about a hundred and twenty hours. If I, if with three days off work, two weekends, if I spent every minute, every well, every hour I had free <laughs> painting, um, and then I basically went, how many, roughly, how long is it going to take me to do what I've got, and it worked out about so one hundred and forty hours. But I already thought, well, probably about one hundred and twenty would be realistic, and I worked out how long it would take me, and it was one hundred and twenty-one hours, and I just went, well it's a bit tight to get it done in time. Um, but luckily I was able to smash through a lot of it by just toning down what I was going to do. Like we said, well, I won't bother doing this second stage. So like on the bases I've, um, cause I had them all built basically. So I was like, it's just painting. So on the bases I was like, well, I'm, I could blend up all the bases and then do all the cogs properly. But if I did that, I'm basically quadrupling the time to do the cogs rather than just base coat and wash. Um, I did the I did the actual blue bases properly, ish. I still missed out two stages, but I was um, which I'll go back to. But I basically said, well, I know the base is six stages on the blue and about six stages on the cog, so I did two on the cog and four on the blue, and then I went. Well, okay, I've got all these guys to paint, um, and I literally just went, I can't haven't got time to do like a two stage base coat because I did a test model when I was doing like a base coat and a highlight and then a wash and then I was like it's if I did that I'm not going to finish the army um so I just literally base coated the army um it looks better than base coat because it's thin down paint over a over a base coat which isn't like flat cup flat color so it looks like it's highlighted or shaded but there's no washes on the whole army at the moment um I'm almost there. I've just got the Ironclad to finish off. Uh, and it's Monday now, so I've got two more That's evenings. Your bit. That's yeah. your fun bit at the end, right? It, it is and it isn't because I really wanted to go at the weekend. Like I've got a whole weekend to paint the Ironclad, and then I was like, but I haven't really because I've got to airbrush all the backpacks for all the guys as well, um, and I was like, and I've got to magnetize it, and I was like, oh. well, actually. I don't really have the whole weekend and I found that actually it's such a big kit that to paint it properly in bunny ears would take me probably about two to three weekends. So I just went, well, I'm just going to have to base coat it and airbrush the brass and the hull and do the... Because the base took ages because the base is obviously quite scenic. Um, And I've done a lot of stages on that because it's got like crates and bags and stuff on that and I've I've done all the I highlighted that up Even if um, you were just
0: dry brushing that base it'd still take a long time so yeah
1: and and to be fair like on saturday i airbrushed the hull air, did all the airbrushing basically airbrushed the um the brass which i really like the effect i've got on that um and i uh i basically painted the base uh did the details on the backpacks for the dwarfs Stuck those well and stick them on, but push those into the shoulder gaps on the guys. Um, so there they were all done, all the sky and um engine riggers. Then I did some base colors down, and then on basically on Sunday, I just worked on the ironclad, um, on the details like paint block painting in the, inf- the details. Um, but it yeah, it took a long time. I might have painted the base on Sunday actually, I can't remember, but. It was, uh, yeah, it was a bit of a mission. Um, I had a bit of a mishap with varnish as well. <coughs> Always the way with varnish. So I, Yeah, uh, you
2: were really not happy when we were chatting.
1: Do you know what I think it is? I think it's the blue paint I've used from Scale75. So um, I used, like, a Vallejo matte varnish uh, over the top of it because I thought, well, I'm going to be handling it a lot and I'm probably going to rub the paint off. Yeah. Um, so I'll i How did you apply the varnish? for an airbrush. Okay. Um, and what I found is actually when I started, cause the blue I had, I'd airbrushed up with canter and it was a bit too, it looked a little bit too ultramarine and I wanted it to look darker. I'm going to work, bring it up a lot more and do some sort of weathering and stuff. But I was like, well, I want to kind of re shade it back down to the right, the right tint of blue. Um, yeah. so I did, I did like a, a watered down, uh, deep blue, Vallejo, uh, sorry, not Vallejo, Scale 75 uh, wash. That's what I used on Sal. Deep blue on his robe. Yeah, it's a nice colour, and um, as I was putting it on the hole, the um, the varnish started to, like, peel away. So it looked like, do you know, like, when you use um, uh, masking fluid? Clipping medium. Yeah, a little bit, but it was, I could see the layer of varnish, and it was almost, like, peeling off, like, a PVA glue skin. Was do it you know? old varnish, or? No, no, it just I think it's just there's something in that paint that was just lifting the varnish off.
0: It could be because I think it sounds like a weird thing to say, but because of all the retarders and agents in it, I think its finish, even though it's matte, can be a bit like less permanent and wetter sometimes. Um, yeah, maybe. It could just be that when at the point at which you sprayed it on, it hadn't fully dried, so there was a film of moisture on it that meant that it peeled off like a skin or.
1: But bizarrely, had... it only came off on the whole, it didn't come off on any of the other areas that weren't blue. That's really weird. It just, just sounds like you got really unlucky. Then we've had this
2: before with scale seventy-five, haven't we? With flesh colours, I think where uh, you I paint think, one on
1: and it peels the previous layer off. I think it might be the medium that's in the paint. Like yeah. I don't know, but I mean, it's always the problem when you're mixing uh, mediums, like ranges of paint. Um, and yeah. I, to be honest, like it wasn't a big deal because I was able to kind of carefully brush the varnish layer away. Um, but the problem is, it was kind of pulling in like the recesses um so i have to kind of just accept that and then i've i've kind of fixed it by going over the top of it with paint and it you won't be able to see it when it's done it we won't there won't be any imperfections on the whole it was just a bit frustrating because i had to spend a bit of time fixing it uh and then obviously it was kind of mixing with the paint and it was i was worried it was going to dry in like little like gobules yeah. and things and i'm being like the hull is quite a big, smooth area. I didn't want to have any imperfections that when the light kind of hits it, you'd immediately see that. Yeah. Um, I've already got one bit on there where I, um, on the actual domes that go on the top, I where I had undercoated that, I, I had it in a box and it fell over. And it basically, when I lifted it up, it stuck to the box and it's got a bit of card on it. And I tried to take it off, but I couldn't really get it all off. I, I know it's there. Most people won't even see it, but... Do you know what it's like when you know something's there? I know what I'm you... looking for this weekend. <laughs> oh fuck! Off. I don't care. Like the army I'm gonna is I'm going to stick not, a, a label like... next to it, going, "Look here." To be honest, though, the army is not done to a high level. It's it's just table. I'm it's sure it looks even...
2: fine, and you'll you'll put it on the table, and people will go, "Wow, that looks really good."
1: I mean, I think I really underestimated how detailed the models were mate they're oh. all
2: the characters
1: every single model is stupid well i was looking and actually you will find the basic arcanauts are probably the most detailed models in the range
0: yeah it's um it's it's kind of weird the weighting of level of detail versus importance it's not like it would be in a normal army, i don't think
1: no and i think it's bizarre it's like okay so they've got they've got like a suit which is then they've got like gloves but then on the gloves they've got like metal like different types of braces or things like that and they might have like a like a gem in them, like a lens or something in them. And then you've got pouches and you've got buckles and then you've got boots and the boots have then got on top of that like a shin guard. Some people got kneecaps, some guys have got like decorative kneecaps with like dwarf heads and then you're like, okay, and then you go, right, I've got, and then you've got the actual rims around the armpits and the shoulder pads and the head has got like pipes, a rebreather mask the kind of dwarfish beard stylized look, they're the top of the head, they've got fucking backpacks, and then you're like, and, and it's like, oh, why? Why is there so much detail on these models? Like, it's cool, but at the same time, it's really not. It's kind of, um, I don't know, it's almost like they're just hyper, hyper modernized I'm just looking going to paint these properly. It's a it's a mammoth task, really.
0: Almost as if they're just asking everyone, regardless of level, to pick them up and base coat and wash them, isn't it? Is, mm. Did you kind of feel a bit like that?
1: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, I mean, I think for me, even if you do that, they're just going to look bad because you can't, like, unless you do the base coats properly, like paint every detail, which is what I've done. Then it, that took me, Forever. like hours i mean I, I mean literally those 30 archonauts almost killed me um i i basically spent two days painting archonauts um and i was just like i i don't want to look at another archonaut um and actually it was quite nice because doing the Thunderers, the 10 Thunderers, felt like a like a break yeah so that's
0: interesting. Like,
1: and also that, because they've got more armor on them there's less cloth there's less straps there's less so there's less detail on them yep
0: there's less variance in the materials on the model
1: yeah, and that was yeah. the other thing as well, like some of some models have got like a strap across the shin guard and other ones don't. And then some have got knee pads but some don't. And then some have got like wrist things on, some don't. And it was like they're not that consistent, so you've got to be quite careful when you go over the model, you don't miss these things. Yep. Um but anyway, that was been my
2: hobby, so I've I've been Well, quickly hating. before you go with that, I was gonna say about the detailing of models. I think point-for-point point, Blood Reavers are probably the most detailed points you can probably paint.
1: Like, no, because they're just skin. Like they're yeah, skin they've skin straps, so skulls,
2: swag and bling and accessories but and it's trophies. All,
1: it's fairly easy to paint because you can... They,
2: like for the, 70 points a unit, though, there's just too much stuff there. It, it's like they should just be cheap and basic. Like, same f- with Blood Warriors. I don't they're think they're that bad because so it's detail. basically
1: the top half of the model is skin. They might have some wristbands. Then they've got a belt with stuff hanging off it, boots. I mean, they're not, they're nowhere near as detailed as, oh no, they're not
2: as detailed as those, but like point for point, they've just got so much detail for how cheap they are. Like, you want to spend your time, and they're bigger models, skull reapers, and
0: stuff like that. Fairly well sized, aren't they? I mean, there's nothing else of that scale that I can think of that's quite, that's not elite, that is, uh, is quite on that scale. I think it's anything that's been in a starter box, I think, got a little bit more time in it. Um, potentially cuz it's going to be used everywhere so they're pretty um the, the chaos cultists in the 40k box a while back they were like that when they came out it's just like really that much detail
1: yeah um, some of the so stuff's it's... quite intimidating isn't it yeah it is i was just thinking back to like if you were like a new hobbyist like there's a bit of interest in tangent really it's like you've got like all these um they sort of with the game inside, they're like, "Oh, how can we make it l- less barriers to entry?" As I like to call it, to get into the game, let's yeah. make the rules accessible, let's make them simple, let's take it down to four pages. Let's, you know, um, only, do some like cool introductory stuff. Introductory
0: onboarding yeah. products that are decently priced and really well set up, and you, you know, can play as mini games.
1: so You've got skirmish, you've got path to glory, you've got the the magazine, which is how to play it, Sigma, which is we've come to the Stormcast, which is really good. Um, you've got the different levels of starter set you can buy now. Um, and then you're like, "Oh, I really like this army. Let me collect it." And the model kits are just like—I mean, they're out of this world. I'm not complaining because they're leave, amazing. That's that's. Th- that's almost like the problem. <laughs> it's not. I remember back in the day, like when you bought like a box of models, oh, and they were like simp so simple, like you 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 literally do in two or three main areas All and like one one body, detail. Arm, arm. Yeah. But not even to build. I mean, to paint is what I'm talking about more than anything else. Yeah. Like about
0: like Island of like Island of Blood, the goblins, even the elves, and that they were at the time they were pushing it. But still, you could paint.
1: Oh, those clowns were so detailed. Out of Island of Blood. Well, yeah, I think the like the Chaos Warriors have been a good example of a really good kit, which looks good, but actually when you break it down in paint but, like, areas, you've different. got armor, chainmail, swords, horns, Cloak. cloth, and and some fur, and yeah. that's it. Um, and they don't—they don't, they don't feel like uh, a simple kit. But they also don't. They're not. They're fun. They're not intimidating to get to get a brush. They're on not
2: all. a uh, celestin on uh, Drakoff in the start
1: set. Well, it's like the <laughs> it's... Um, the engine rigger guys. I mean, I think I counted up was twenty four pieces for one model. Yeah. Twenty four individual pieces for one infantry model.
2: That's like I look I look at storm fiends and go, you've got tons, but they're massive, yeah, but you've probably got the same amount of pieces on a model a third
1: of the size. It's ridiculous and and like they look amazing, yeah, but it's a proper mission like anyway, I'm glad I've done them. to say I'm just you've glad gone, so I've broken the back of it
0: i was gonna I was just gonna say like it feels kind of like you're you're talking about and you've got all these arduous tasks you've done, you've done the building of the really detailed models that are your core and stuff like that. You've got a load of base coats done. If you enjoy playing the army, which I suspect you will, you're just oh, set up be to be like the weekend. This is shit?
2: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've got it all set up to be like I'm really enjoying this, and now I get to do what I always. Whenever I talk to people about airbrushing, I talk to them about getting to the fun bits faster. You've got all the the not fun bits done, as far yeah. as I classify it. So you do, if you do like them, then you can just you'll be able to pick a unit and take it from like. However, like whatever out of ten you think it is currently to like eight out of ten really fast doing all the bits that are, are fun and skill based rather than just time based. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm I'm
0: really
2: looking forward to that. You did what I did with the Stormcast, didn't you, where I basically base coated and washed the entire
0: army and then went back to it. And yes. Unit by unit. Yeah. yeah.
1: Stormcast are one of those armies that, that oh, are they? really good for beginners. They're awesome. Cause they're like they're literally you can make them more detailed for painting wise if you want to by putting more colors on or doing like weathering and things. But if you break it down to the simple, like the simplest thing, armor trim, an off off color, and a bit of you know they're detailed models, but they're actually they're not as. You know what I mean? I mean you you did loads in one go, but I mean like as a oh, beginner, yeah. like painting Stormcast is actually they're quite an easy army to paint. The not a of no it's bears, not like aren't they? yeah. It's not, like it's, a his a strap.
0: it's not like here's a strap on flesh next to this with fluff overhanging it. It's just armor. And then there's a very odd, like the, the Chaos Warriors you pointed out, they had cloaks that was very different. The cloak was on the back of the model and the trim was on the top of the cloak. And then you turned it around. You just had armor apart from like two straps that you could paint after everything else. And the Stormcast is similar. It's like mm. all the armor, pick out the plume, uh, like paint the quiver and the arrows or whatever. And then paint the little Roman loincloth, whatever, the, the dangle bits that come down and a belt. Yeah. And
1: that's it on most models.
2: But what you're saying is, correct, you're on have all the swag. <laughs>
1: so I think swag. for me it's more like the layers. Like Because you've got a model where you go, okay, so you've got an undersuit, which has got armour on it. And then you've got like boots and then they have got straps and then you've got like a harness with bags on it and then you've got like this this backpack that goes over the top of that and if you've got if they're holding a gun you've got the, the the way the arms wrap around in the gun and then they've got pipes coming from the gun to the backpack so you've literally got layers that you have to paint around like you have to paint almost from the, the, the most basic layer which is going to be the undersuit outwards so you as you go up the model if that makes sense you paint the undersuit then you paint the decoration on it and then you paint like the the boots and gloves and then you'll paint the straps that go over the top of it and then you paint like the, the gun and the backpack last because they're like the, the most exterior parts um, so they're just quite challenging like they, they they are like super cool models like they're not, not taking anything away but it's just it's I can see why there's quite a lot of armies which are just kind of like very very rushed uh, to be on the table because they're, they're certainly intimidating Swagdrone um, overlords, swagdrons, yeah, they're cool. But anyway, that's enough about my hobby. That's a, I do not talk about it anymore. <laughs> I'm scarred. I'm scarred. Talk but, about eggs. Yeah, we should talk about eggs. So um, we're all going. So full face hammer crew in attendance which should be, should be fun.
2: First time since Sheffield. Did we all go to Sheffield? Probably. Probably. I wasn't
1: at Sheffield. Wasn't heat, heat one was heat the last one. time we were all yeah. together. There you go. So while wow. So um, I think we're probably just going to talk about our lists uh, and why we took it and um, what we're taking. So um, who wants to start? Um,
2: I can go first if go you
1: on. like. Go for it.
2: Um, so
1: I'm taking
2: my own stuff this time round. I'm not borrowing uh, your um, Bloodbound or anyone else's stuff. So I've got my Zinch, Skaven Nurgle. Basically what I took to Heat 2. So, Grand Clean One, Lord of Change, Gaunt Summoner with the Familiars, Soul of the Faithless, yay! 30 Plague Bearers, 3 Storm Fiends with uh, Warp Fires, pew pew. 10 Clamrats, 10 Clamrats, and 2 Warp Lightning Cannons and a Summoning Pool. Okay. So, it's my, it's my best painted stuff because I thought, well, if I'm going to go, I should probably just try and compete for painting as well, seeing as there's going to be other people doing that byron and uh les so it'd be nice to get those pretty armies out um and i kind of want to just have a pretty relaxed chill out drinking on the saturday so know how it all works don't you i know how everything works if i drink two bottles of rose i'm still gonna know how it all works so it'll be fine um and yeah i i think it will just be okay there's a lot of shooting floating around at the moment so i'm the plague bearers are a good choice with the minuses to hit. Um, I almost did take a vermin lord deceiver with his minus to hit with shooting as well, but I didn't have one quite to the standard of the rest of the army, so I opted to not and just take stuff I had in painted instead.
1: Um, did you not think that would be a good motivation to get him up to that level?
2: I've, I've just got too much corn to do, <laughs> like, I, I want to get these done and taking. i mean the deceiver's a big model to paint him up to the same standard as as my changeling or my gaunt summoner i'm looking at a week two weeks yeah of painting like two solid weekends maybe i just instead i built more stuff and i've actually done a lot of basing and i painted some models as well in that time for my corn army so i have done productive stuff
1: um well, any, yeah, I, any hobby's productive, isn't it, as long as it is... Well, but buying is, is hobby as well, isn't it, apparently, so... Well, if that's true, I'm, I'm the ultimate hobbyist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the unopened boxes in my cupboards can attend to it.
2: There you go, there's a year's worth of hobby right there. And the rest. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, it should do okay. There's some horrible lists in the lists that we've... Because, obviously, we've been given the lists... A couple of well probably a few days before they come out just so we can talk about them on the show um and there's some horrible horrible stuff in there which you've probably all seen by now um yeah. what did you expect yeah well i don't know I, I kind of thought it'd just be a bit more like a chill out event but there's some problems. i think there's a big there's a big mix isn't there but then the um
1: having a strong list doesn't
2: mean you're not going to be chilled out yeah. No, no, I know, no. but it's more like when you get to the table, there's some list there where I go, I'm gonna have to play so hard to even try and get a win out of this game.
1: Your list is filthy. Be quiet. It's yeah. Not... It is, okay.
2: It's no. Okay. It's okay. Fuck off. <laughs> it's got a great and clean one in it. It's shit. <laughs> what are you about? Fuck off. <laughs> if I put one thing in? It's like oh, I've, I've got, got, Grant, 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 I've I've got... got... a great and clean one in there. Some clam rats. Shit. What clam rat? Shut, Shut up.
1: I've got Shut my up. my minimum core cheap units.
2: My shit. name is Terry, and I'm talking shit.
1: Where would you finish at Heat 1 with this list? Uh,
2: nine.
1: Yeah, shit, it. Yeah, fucking dog
2: shit. And? I think because I got the painting
1: on. And you've got a bellwind in there you, for summoning pool, 100. Uh, I've got 100 points. <laughs> Didn't you used to have 120? Is it because the Lord of Change has gone up? It's the Lord of Change has gone up,
2: yeah, so I've lost 40 points. I so. see, yeah, yeah. That's where my 40 points has gone.
1: So what else um, could you summon? Cause it's a Herald of Zinch? Is that 100 or is it 120?
2: 120. So I can summon a Herald of Nurgle, a Bloodmaster Herald, um, a Dude on a Jugger. Uh, I've got loads of chaff, basically. I could summon like Nurgling some bits, or but it's probably going to be a Beryl vortex, vortex every game. I want to play... A Beryl Vortex every game. I want to play Nigel with his 60 Moon Clan unit. And just hit it with that Gaunt Summoner spell and just one shot it and be like, "Ah, oh, take it off
1: If <laughs> you amazing. do can you do like a victory lap of the of the oh, game. would be all? amazing. That'd just be funny. <laughs> if you do, I will buy you a glass of rosy. Ooh, there you go as motivation.
0: But,
2: but there are lots of people taking blocks of thirty of things like blood letters and it will equally be as good a just murdering a whole unit of blood letters in one shot as well. So Yeah. If that sure. banner's not if that banner's not planted, oof, take it off. So, we'll see. It sh- I'll have fun playing it. It, sh- it should be okay. Um,
1: I would like. I to think, it to think it's a around. good, still a good list. I don't know if it's, go- it's still got, it's still got it's, enough in it to compete. The problem compete is, if I, I play someone
2: is. like the guy who's got the the fifteen skyfires, he'll just kill all my characters. Turn one, and then the list has got nothing. So I just have to hope there's some good terrain up at um, the venue. You have got turn kind of deceiver as well, have not you? So, oh yeah. I mean, the plague bearers of minus three to hit on the
1: first turns, awesome. I yeah, I don't think it's quite as. I mean, obviously, skyfires are very, very good, and there's no doubt yeah. that. I mean, you could make that list a lot stronger if you had a lot yeah, of skyfires painted. But yeah, you, you drop out the grey and clean one, the two warp lightning cannons, and
2: put in potentially. Just, you just take a Zintian, right? Yeah, you just take Mono Zinch, Skyfire yeah. stuff. Yeah, and then it it turns away from mixed chaos.
1: To... Don't die. Day, day. Destiny,
2: destiny dies Yeah. So,
1: I mean, like, if it can turn mediocre Joe from a mid-table hero to a uh, a, a top-table player, then you know, there's obviously something wrong with it. Yeah.
2: Gosh, <laughs> Just you know on the I should Joe scale, him and asked if I could borrow it for
1: this event. Oh, don't you wanted to? Don't you want to get a painting? Isn't that why you took this? Oh, I could push twenty-seven skyfires around. Oh, he's probably using it, isn't he? Is he there? He's not he's there. Not there. Yeah, it w- is available. Don't. Hopefully, nobody's boring it. Not mm. take the list hit. Just like I'll take it. the list penalty just to take that. <laughs> I'd laugh so hard if you did it and you you ended up playing like three star drakes on the trot and be like, "Oh, this is rubbish." <laughs> I can't do anything. <laughs> play like the eighteen long strike crossbow eight for strike army and be like, Ugh.
2: "Oh well, I'm It'd sure amazing. I'll have fun. It'll be yeah, great. I'm sure I cool. will we'll play. Uh, me, you, or um." <laughs> Let's uh I don't want to play Byron. You. I think we'll all we'll all play it. I reckon, I
1: reckon my army is actually junk. <laughs> I just I'm really worried.
2: I'm <laughs> but, sure you'll play it fine. You'll the face will come out and you'll smash people. I don't know what it does. That's the
1: problem. Yeah, but no one else does either, <laughs> so it not matter, that's the point. <laughs> you can I could just make it people. up yeah, with I could just people. make it up. Yeah, they hit on twos. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean they do it. D6 Mortal Wounds? Of course they do. I don't do Mortal Wounds. No, everyone knows yeah. there's no Mortal Wounds in a Quadrant Army, unless you're a flyer and you charge an ironclad. It's battle with the Mortal Wounds you get. Or oh, you've got a drill bill. Ooh. Anyway. So, ah, yeah. Okay, cool. So um, any scenario... I mean, obviously you've taken this list multiple times. And and if it, what we should ask, really, is rather than any scenario, because you've played them all with this list, yeah. since you last time you played with this list was Heat 1... 1 or 2, yeah. So the new Zinch wasn't out? Um, no. So um, and if, Well, so basically, in the meta then, Kradrons, Zinch, Stormcast... Kradron should be okay, because any they'd... Anything you're worried about in the new meta, like out of the new list that we're seeing...
2: Out of the new list, it's just the Skyfires. Just because G- it
1: does what your army does, but at
2: a longer range. Because it kills my stuff at a longer range. Yeah, they they effectively are what warp lightning cannons do, but at a longer range with more wounds, and are ridiculous in combat for no reason at all. How do you feel about
1: a change host?
2: Um, they can dick around, and swap, and do as much as they like. They've just got to come into a wall of plague bearers, so it's it's fine, really. Um, I played the change host a bunch of times. I know what it does. So
1: because I've be not okay. played it, so I, I actually have very little
2: idea what it does. So, um, if you've got enough chaff it can't really do a lot to you early on the problem is, is when it starts By so if they get the double turn and then they're all of a sudden in the middle of the board and you just get all the fake dice all burned in one turn with all the spells and you just get gateways, d6 bolt another d6 thing here, another one there and then you just get so much magic that if you can't resist mortal wounds you just get taken off and then what happens is all that stuff does its thing, and then it swaps it all with blue horrors and pink horrors and whatever, and then, then you've just got that in front of you instead of all the stuff that just killed you. Isn't and then there a bit of ambiguity
1: it. about it, because it's just like you, you've got to pick a different pair?
2: Yeah, but the thing so is... So people is, are yeah. saying,
1: well does that mean that both units in the pair have to be unique or just the, the combination of the pair? The way i've unique? had it
2: played against me is you have like unit a b and c a and b swap then c is free to swap with either of a and b because it's now a different pair because b and mm. c is different to a and b and a and c is different to a and b so i it'd be nice to have a proper ruling on it but at the same time you could just swap other pairs i guess yeah, but you would to swap
1: a unit forward, attack yeah, of it, then swap it, it out the way. It means they can't put
2: a Lord of change in front of you, gateway, and then put it back into their
1: deployment zone. Which I is wonder if um, I wonder if there's been any because I know Tony Tony's taken it, isn't he? Yeah. I wonder if he's actually asked for clarification on this because it's not clear, is it? No, and the other thing is as well he's got points to
2: put a summoning pool so he could summon a Balewind from a herald and then swap, swap the, Lord the Lord of change, Lord of change onto, onto the it, yeah which is legal, how it's written, but
1: I, I just don't think that's the intention of it. So yeah, I think the bellwind just ruins games. That's, that's in my opinion, I hate that thing. So um, um,
2: I think it's cool for certain things. I don't think it should be allowed to do damage. If it extended buff and debuffs, it'd be fine, but it's the fact that you can 36-inch range gateway stuff. You know,
1: like your little 5-6 wound hero is nice and safe like, at the back. I don't, the only least, issue I have with it is you can't attack the thing on it. Like yeah. literally, you can't go within three. That's the if issue. If you don't right have here. shooting and people using it to push units forward and stuff, that's the thing I don't like. I don't care about the wizard being on top of them getting long ranges. Yeah, as with anything, it just like no one's complaining about people
0: taking a whatever it's called a, a snagger ruck or not. What's the uh, the weird knob one? Um, no one's complaining about people taking like a weird fist. Yeah, that I
1: enjoyed oh, I more complained about it quite a lot when he took both my warp lightning cans off on the first turn. That was amazing. But yeah. in, in general, <laughs> no, people are <I'm> complaining <laughs> about <laughs> people people complaining about it
0: making even more powerful armies powerful, and then armies that aren't as powerful, it's just a thing.
1: Hmm.
0: It's the fact that scenes are incredibly powerful and um, They're already a powerful magic army, and then and
2: you get an additional plus one to cast and an additional plus one save. So your think- Lord of Change
1: is getting plus two to cast and plus one save. Do you think the only barrier to not seeing loads of Zinch armies is the painting? Yeah, yeah, they're, and are new. Yeah.
0: yeah, so it's, it's both of it. Like, I give it four months. There's going to be more. Of them. I think yeah. the Zinch are awesome. Like, if I book, had
2: the stuff, I'd be pushing Zinch round at the moment. The
0: book's incredible. Like, oh yeah, so, like, there's so many options. Harry would be playing them if you had them. So that we need to if say. If
2: I had else. the models, I'd be smashing Zinch onto the table every game. There I'd probably go. have twelve Smashing to the table fifteen skyfires as well. They're just too good for their points. I'd definitely be abusing those.
1: I quite like the um, uh, what are they called not the skyfires, but the um, the combat, combat ones. ones. I, I think what? they're really, really underrated. But
2: the skyfires are better in combat than the combat yeah. ones.
0: Uh,
1: yes and so, no? Because so, they get
2: all the re-roll stuff, which
1: makes them ridiculous. I think I think you're. There's some really nice formations. Um, with with having the mix of both and the Zangor um, that you can use, which I think is really good. Um, yeah, my, I think it's like my only
2: thing is: is at the same points, aren't they? And the Skyfires just
1: shoot for a couple of turns,
2: and then go into combat.
1: I mean, I, there's no undeniable fact that the Skyfires are better. Yeah, I just like the Enlightened. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I, to. I you know that's just I just like them. Like I I think. Yeah. For me, I like the way the models look as well, and I like. I just, I think they look really cool. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be taking Zeech. I'd definitely put Kairos back in there
2: for that. That one dice, just just that game where someone's. I'm going to charge you with this and win the game. No, not. Just, I just love that. I I miss him so much, but I just can't take him at the moment. He doesn't fit.
1: There you go. So. Um, who wants to talk about their list next, then? Do you mind me to do mine? Because mine will be quite quick. We can do yours. have a break. Then we'll we'll do Byron and me, and we'll then we'll do a wrap-up. Cool. So um, I am taking a Stormcast list
2: that I took to Heat 2. So it's exactly the same list as I took to Heat 2. Uh, um, there's, there's my TM build. Yeah. That everyone seems to be appearing on the table somewhere. Um, but yeah, essentially Stardate, Staunch Defender, um, Mirror Shield, because it's good in the current meta. Um, Castellant, Relictor, uh, Night Venator, Heraldor, a uh, unit of Liberators, two Units Adjudicators, uh, a unit of Prosecutors with Javs, and two Fulminators. And it's basically the standard. Stardrake list that I've been taken to a couple of events and, and you took to an event rest as well and like you know and I took all the way back to like Warlords um,
1: and I just think it's really great I think it's probably in my opinion probably the strongest Stormcast list out there at the moment yeah I think there's quite a few different lists I mean like if you look at the list going to the event there's a lot of different Stormcast armies going there's, there's like a, lot a of
2: Stormcast in there there's yeah.
1: an Aether Strike there's some Hammer Strike forces you've got your S- Stardrake list there's definitely there's some definite variation, you know. So I think it's, uh, I I it's do a, like that list. I think it's very strong. I think it's it's got a lot of options. I think the you, I think
2: for me personally, I think the A for strikes up there alongside it. The A for strike with the Stardrake, the one that you
1: took before. Yeah. Before.
2: Um. I just think that that list. You need to really play well with it. You need to know what it does. Yeah, um, it's definitely a bit more of a finesse just, army definitely more finesse um whereas the sort of like the star drake formulator one
1: is i feel a little bit more you don't need to play to well is what you're saying yeah essentially <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> just, rare people. just jam drakes into people into people and yeah. be like rah yeah essentially <laughs> yeah. um but yeah i just think it's like uh it's a little
2: bit less sort of thought intensive uh like if i take a silver <laughs> no. I have to really think about what I'm doing. Whereas with this, I still have to think about what I'm doing. It's not like a no-brainer or anything like that, but I just don't think I have to play, like, the the game the same way. Like, with Silver still, you have to watch the table and everything. You don't have to dick around with the Wildwoods. Yeah, and you don't have to sort of, like, it's all movement and stuff, whereas this is kind of like, essentially, well, in my opinion, is that I turn up to the table and you can either deal with the Drake or you can't, and if you can't, then I win. And if It's, you, a, fl- it's a simple flow chart, isn't it? Yes, no, yeah. Yeah, can, can, can kill, Drake. kill Drake. Yes, I I lose. Can kill Drake. No, I win. <laughs> yeah, and that's essentially like the games. And I'm quite happy to go into games and go right. I'm going to play like a Zinchi army, and I'm going to probably lose it because they'll the Drake will get took off early on, or I will play against
1: another army, and you know and it won't matter so much. It's just solid. I mean, it's got five characters. It's got a way to um, get in your face early. It can drop down units from the sky it's got a nice mix of long range shooting that's effective against big units and um characters and it's also got some mortal wound range output um you know it's got some it's got some speed in there it's got it's got some sort of defensible units in there um it's just basically got a bit of everything so it's it's a very balanced list you know five heroes um one big monster uh, a couple a couple really good shock units at fighting some ranged units I mean it's just it's just balanced. It's just a balanced army. And those, the only weakness is the mortal wounds. That's it, isn't it? It's... Yeah, but most armies can't take loads of mortal wounds. I mean, it's no different to any other army. I mean, it's got quite a high wound cap. I mean, when you actually look at it and you think about it, it's actually got quite a lot of wounds in the army. Yeah. I couldn't tell you how many, but I imagine Ooh. it's probably like, you know, up well, in the 80 to 100, I imagine. Quite comfortably. I- I have no idea, but yeah, I would imagine it's quite
2: high with all the characters, you know, and stuff like that as well. You know, um, yeah, I just, uh, I just think it's quite a. It feels a competitive list. I really enjoyed playing with it, um, which is half the battle. Um, and yeah, I just figured it'd be nice just to go and have a laugh and. And push it around. I kind of know the matchups. I know what it can play. I don't have to stress going into games thinking, "Oh, how am I going to deal with this?" I kind of know going into the game because I've played so many games with it. What it can and can't do, and what it can and can't deal with. Um,
1: so that's kind of where I am with it. It competes in all the scenarios. It's it's got a mix of everything. Yes, it doesn't like Mortal Wins coming back at it, but no I army mean, really does like that to be honest. Um, so I think it, I think it's really solid. Like it's uh, it's definitely. Um, Definitely good. I think you'll do very well at the event with that, so especially as yeah, your practice like, with it. I'd like to see a cheeky podium
2: from you at the weekend. That'd be nice. Then It depends what i come up against. There's a lot of lists that can deal with it. You know, I, It depends if I can avoid a couple of key...
1: So which keys. lists are you worried about? Let's just put uh, it out there.
2: Mark, Mark Waldman's. I think Wildman beats me. Um, Looking at the lists, I think I'd be comfortable. Let me have a look. Um, Tony's got a change host. Yeah, Tony's, Tony's a solid player, but I don't know whether he's going to have the, the experience with it as Mark has. I, I don't know. I think that could go either way dependent on, you know, who has a better day like me or Tony. I think Adam Turner could do me because there's lots more audience there. Lots more. The Mormon Girls don't bother me. Um, it's the spirit hosts.
0: What do you uh,
2: reckon on my Warp Lightning Cannons and Storm Fiends? You, you probably. I'd say you, Wildman, um, Adam Turner. Uh Dependent on a turn like you know, if I go against Sam Davis or Andy Talbot, depends on what happens with their hammer strikes. Um but I've played against it enough to protect the, the Drake if I need to. Um sort of let me have a look. Uh Darren, you can't write Darren off, he's generally quite a good player. Um I think the list my list beats his list so. What but, do you think about Russ's cadron? Uh, um, should, should smash yeah, me. Should smash me. It, it depends on the day, Russ playing it, but like on paper, I'd be confident.
1: How oh, about the um, the Stormcast cast strike army with the eighteen Vanguard Raptors with long strikes? Depends. Uh, depends on sort of like depends on
2: a couple of things. Um, Can they hit if, the Star Drake? They can't hurt the Star Drake because they they're basically they're not good. They're Ren two. I don't care three they're at ones. They do more wins on sixes and I'm minus two to hit. I'll
1: just eat the army. Yeah, I suppose he's got nothing in there to do, that can deal with you. Yeah. Um, it's like if he takes if he takes the first turn and right. shoots the army and ignores the drake, i still run over and kill him. But would he win on scenario, though? If he plays well, he just chaff up your drake.
0: Problem is, he doesn't have anything your... that can
1: chaff the drake because it all dies in one round. Yeah, yeah, true. I'll just kill it all, mate. It's like a drake will do one of those units in a turn. And also the two units of Formulators are nothing to be sniffed at. You should smash that, actually.
2: You know, with the Formulators
1: um, alongside it, it's like they've got a one-up save, we're rolling ones. How'd you find Silver Neff? You're fine because you know what they do, so it's fairly comfortable. Me
2: and Liam Cook, if I play Liam Cook, it'll be a tight game because he plays it really well, and he knows, essentially, you get... It's like the Star avoids the Tree Lord Ancient all game because they pin each other and don't do anything. Um, I don't care about the hunters, I don't care about the shooting, really. Again, it just depends on the player. I think um I when I played against a similar list, when I played against a Star Drake with my um with my Silvernef at uh, The Six Nations, I knew enough about the Star Drake to get around it, if that makes sense. Um I, I again I know the arm is too well. I think it will come down to the, the player and the day, I think um, like I said, Liam nearly beat me at Safe Coast with his list against my list. Now um, it could go could go either way, but um, again, Zeint really Zeint would be hard. Um, just the more
1: wound outputs. Just the more, but can deal with the Drake quite easily, I guess. Don't don't really care about the monocorn stuff. What about the um, destruction armies with multiple um, Thunder Tusks? I
2: don't think there's only one, isn't there?
1: but and just in general, i'm
2: not, not more more thunder, thunder tusks is very difficult um but like again, I've got enough shooting to stay out of range of the thunder test on the first turn and then make it dogsy and uh, if you've got no thunder tests and stone horns, then I'm laughing yeah. just heat like, stone horns what are you gonna do against Niger's sixty goblin unit um, same thing as I did at heat two take it off
1: mm-hmm.
2: No, that's, that's a dick thing to say. But, like, the Stardrake goes in with the unit formulators and just rinses it. Because the thing is, you can
1: eat the champion out of the unit, can't you, so yeah, you can get just, rid
2: of the Well, Nigel's no, probably learned his lesson this time and is going to put it at the back of the unit out the way. Have we? Is they allowed to take unit champions as general? Don't I mean, you can in this? Can no, it, you can't. No. no, you can't. No, so it's... Uh, it, again, it, I, I'd be confident going into what I played against, Cunning Rock, Stonehorn lists enough now to be... I think... Dependent on scenario and dependent on how switched on the player is, um, I should Start again I'm, on I'm, anyway not that. yeah, so like I mean, I could go into the event and lose all my fucking games, but You ain't getting. But on paper, it looks you know even like like Darren's list. He's only got one huskard on. It's like one huskard on Thunder mm. Yeah, I don't care. You're not going to put enough more wins. Do you um do you have a grudge or anything, or are you just going in blind? Just it's going in blind. War dog isn't it, not they? Yeah, go ahead. I was meant to be playing um, Andy when well, no, I Andy Talbot, but um, obviously I you know I thought it'd be good you and him were going to have a grudge as well. So
1: yeah, I didn't realise he he'd promised to play you. I messaged him and he said, I'll oh, just check with Les if he still wants to play." Then he yeah. come back and said, "I oh, know we were all good." So I was like, "Okay, I mean if, yeah. if you it's, want to play, it'd him been, you it'd can, been, but it'd been nice to play Andy."
2: Um, but uh, I, at the same time, is I think with your new um, you know your new list is good to. Yeah, play someone good,
1: um, I think, I think as Chris... well, like, I might annoy people if I if I'm like reading, like, like reading a load and trying to work out all the rules as I'm playing it. It's like just know. read it in the car on the way
2: up, <laughs> <laughs> learn Chris... on the day. Chris wildfair has got a re interest in this, Stormcast wise. He's got but he's got the Tempest Lord's Harbinger Chamber, Harbinger Chamber. I yeah, no I was just that looking did. at that, yeah, and
1: um,
2: Land of the Tempest, three or sixes, Mirror Shield on the Night Herald or Mirror Shield on the Castellan, and a Prime.
1: Lots of shooting.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of
1: anti-shooting, isn't there? That's the yeah. thing I'm worried about. What's well, the? No idea what I know what Vanguard does. No idea what Tempest Lords does. No idea. Um, but I think what we'll do is we'll take a break. Um, yeah. We'll come back and then we can cover uh, Byron and mine's list, and then um, we might check out that formation in the break and let you know what it does yep. uh, and uh, then we'll talk about the list i know we've touched on it there but we'll probably pick our um our top sort of four or five lists out of the event and try and pick a winner so uh, we're back in a minute face is sponsored by element games so for great customer service all the latest age of sigma releases at 20 percent off And all your hobby needs, go to www.elementgames.co.uk. To support us directly, click through the banner on our website and let them know that you came from us. And we're back from the break. So, uh, Byron, do you want to take it away with your list?
0: Yeah, it is exactly the same list that I took to Heat 3. So, one thing has changed. But I'll, I'll run it through top to bottom in case people didn't listen to the last episode. It is a high off dragon, combaty one, uh, not one of the mages. Techless. Uh, I've added a what are they call battle mage, the empire one. Yeah, yeah, just, just called battle mage. They seem really nifty. I don't know why people don't take them. We're going to try that out. It's an excuse to have a nice converted model on the table. Um, two anointed on frost hearts. That's all the heroes. It's a lot of points of heroes. That's probably about 1,400, 1,500 points, I think. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's so many points on heroes, it's ridiculous. Um, And then we've got two units of 10 Glade Guard, one unit of High Elf Spearmen. It's my super solid core. Um, One unit of five Dragon Princes, and I swapped the second unit of five Dragon Princes for one unit of five Judicators, which I am in the process of painting up.
1: Yeah, so you've got, you've got um, a dragon lord, two phoenixes, techless a battle mage, a lore master, and then some dudes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it it looks properly... I mean, we discussed this last time, didn't we? Like, when I told people about my list at Heap 3, they looked at it and were just like, that's a collection of stuff. Um, it does, like... Especially having read down the list that are coming and seen a load, of, a load of, like, proper thought-out, honed ones... It does make me feel a bit like the dreaded stepchild in comparison. Um, I uh, I think it's going to be a pretty difficult event for me without, especially without painting points or anything. Um, there's a lot of lists looking looking down the list of lists that I look at and think like, how are you going to deal with that? And my um, I don't get to double debuff people either under this comp. So I'll be running up into people and just try i'd like yeah we'll see i like i think i'm going to struggle i thought i was going to struggle with the last one but i didn't get to see the list that were attending heat three prior to it um obviously i could i could face a load that aren't as bad for me but i think anything that can do decent quality damage at range is going to be very very difficult for me to like i'd like to be playing people who rely on doing their damage in combat really um so i'm not quite sure like a large units will be difficult as well because i've got some like medium amounts of high quality damage rather than lots of normal damage. Um, yeah. Like I don't know <laughs> I have no idea how it's gonna go. I'd love to give some more like qualitative stuff, but teench will be hard, um combat stuff will be a bit better and I have to work out how it goes.
1: Well let's just let's change it out there. So the changes you made was a battle mage mm-hmm. and five judicators. And what did you yep.
0: drop? Uh um... five dragon
1: princes and a Heraldor. Heraldor. So um Are you so with those two changes, so why the battle mage then? What was the, the inclination to take that model?
0: So he's interestingly he's flexible, um, and I got to use a pretty model. So the the flexibility comes that at the start of each of your games you choose which of the colleges of magic he's allied to or part of or however it works and they've all got a different spell attached to them so you can have, uh, there's minus one to hit in there, there's plus one to wound, Um, there is heal D3 wounds um, and get a 6 up save, Um, and just like kind of, I think there's four out of the selection Uh, the healing wounds, debuff to hit uh, buff to wound, which is wild form, debuff to hit is um, Miasma Fireball is not too bad at all, and I think particularly those those four seem like a very good choice to have in um in your games i think and the
2: it, wild form is really really good that's something that i was looking at taking in uh a silver net list when you could take in the nauru formation take an order wizard yeah um, just because like there's there's a lot of ways to get plus one to hit but not many to get plus one to wound
0: no there's really not unless you're in like Team kings or something weird um corn's got it a little but uh yeah he seemed interesting and then the judicators essentially I just, well, it's not like I've got rid of the things I was looking to get them to fix, which is the Glade guard. Their range just feels pap, and their potential damage is poop um so they're they're in there to give me a couple more inches range on the shooting, and they've got rend, and I think they'll just reliably do a little bit more damage, so there are a lot of situations where I wanted to be able to reach out and damage something a long way away reliably and even burning my rend. Um, once a game that you get the Glagar with the Arcane Bodkins, uh, once a game gets to get Ren 3, still you're hitting on 4s, you're wounding on 4s, and it basically amounts to doing like between 1 and 3 damage, um, which is nothing. I think the adjudicators should give me a little more reliability, keeping people at arm's length. Um, if I'd had time, I would have taken Prosecutors instead of them, because I think they'd give the list, like they can... They've still got some power with um, with range damage, but also they can keep up with things, and they're actually very comparable to Dragon Princes. It's just when they get into combat, they're worse, um, but they can they can still do their shooting against the unit they're in combat with. So I think their save is like exactly the same, their wounds are exactly the same, their points are exactly the same. If you take uh, six um, and you get two more wounds, um, so they they would have been a really nifty unit to drop in, but I just didn't have time.
1: Cool. Yeah. so um, confident? Anything <laughs> I'm pretty worried about? Or just everything?
0: Yeah, it seems just worrying uh, I should, there's a couple of the armies that I can give a bit more of a one for their money than they'd expect um, the the combatty ones um, my there's a few scenarios as well like three places of power as long as someone doesn't nuke my characters before I can get going that's a pretty that's a pretty good scenario, and the speed of the army lets me get around some of the scenarios that would normally put an army like mine up like in jeopardy it's kind of like having the um, the additional 12 inch move from the zombie dragon in the undead even if you start off inches away from people you can be in like you can get reliably with reckless you can get charges often suddenly be 30 inches across the table nearly um, so yeah I don't like seems just going do
2: well against mine to be honest. Because you've got the four up saves on the phoenixes, haven't you? Against mortal wounds,
0: yeah. they're Then I, I just won't
2: be able see. to kill them faster than you kill the whole army. Effectively,
0: yeah, they're um, they're all right. Crossheart the has There's some damage. It has a bit, but the guy on top is a joke, and then they scale quite badly with damage. So even I've got nothing you... that fights in combat. <laughs> okay, <laughs> even if they've taken like if you put in twice as much as you would do normally and take them down four, five, six wounds. Suddenly they uh, they limp and they slow down quite a lot as well. So it's um, it's oh, kind of the an great and thing.
2: clean ones, my most threatening combat unit. <laughs> and at minus one to wound, fighting a frost
0: phoenix, I don't even think he'd he'd kill it over five turns. It does make a difference when we get into big big combats.
1: But yeah, yeah
0: I'll, um, I'm interested to see how it goes. I'm going to take some notes and um, pick on any like. There's a load of matchups in there that could be really interesting to play. Like uh, the Adam Turner's uh, Funky Undead MSU Spirit Host list and stuff like that. I have no idea how they'd go. Um, But uh, yeah, we'll just have to see how it goes on the day, I think.
1: Yeah, solid. So, um, my list, I was taking Crudge on Overlords. Now, um, my list isn't really as good as I, I think it could be. I just took. A random selection of stuff because i'm just trying to learn really um <clears throat> so i've taken i've taken barrack zilfin now the main reason for that was i wanted to try out the list that everyone seems to run i think every single Cradron on overlord army at the event is barrack zilfin shock horror it's a bit like the new warrior brotherhood um if i had time to have done my frigates i would have taken a different skyport but i i didn't have time um so, I've taken the footnote, no trading with some people, because it's a bit of a no brainer. It's the extra D3 mortal wounds. Uh, I've taken an admiral. Now, interestingly enough, I think every Karajan army hasn't got an admiral. Now, originally I was thinking, why would you take the admiral? There's no point in having one. But actually, they've got like a really important role. Um, and their role is immune to battle shock command trait, um, because actually the bravery on Karajans is really low. So it's it's kind of important to have. I mean, like I think Thunders are Bravery 7, Engine Riggers are 7, Skywars are 7. Weird, because um, are always really high leadership and whatever normally, aren't they? So, they're quite I weird. think you fast, mean Juradin. <laughs> <Jordan. Yeah. laughs> yeah. I think the normal guys are 6, but the, the Admiral, um, he basically has a command ability, which is lead by example, so that's friendly, courage and overall units within 12 don't have to take shot tests. Which So it's a 12-inch bubble, don't care, which is massive. Um, he's yeah. also 6 wounds, free up save, so he's quite cool because he's quite tough. And I've given my guy um, Doughty Champion, so he's got like a 5 up past the wound. And a lot of people don't take this because they've probably taken... It sounds taken so grumpy uh... and dwarven, doesn't yeah. it? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, basically if most people would take probably take uh, Fleetmaster and what that allows you to do is redeploy a ship. Um, But the only way that I would come into use with my army is to be a little bit underhanded with my opponent, and that's basically by deploying my ship on the table and then going, oh, by the way, I'm going to now take it off the table and put it in the sky, um, which might just upset people. Um, And I can't really see the tactical advantage of doing that as you're just going to deploy it in the sky, so um i well, decided to bait someone to deploy on one side of the
2: board then go uh actually layers
1: <laughs> yeah maybe but i i i think if you're up front with your opponent and you tell them what the stuff does they they would know that you're going to do that and they but if you don't yeah. tell them then that doesn't feel very good way to start a game yeah because it's like one of the first things you do it's almost a bit like all oh, right this is going to be fun you know um so i didn't really want to do that um I think if you've got another sky vessel or you're not you're playing zilfin it's it's the auto auto pick um but doughty champion I just thought well why not make him a bit more survivable um he's not bad in combat i'm I'm interested to see what he's like really because the, the end of the day like I, I wrote the admiral off and I think he's a bit overpriced but um if he can make your army immune to battle shock and he can mean that the um ironclad can run and shoot so he may he may be okay so I've taken an admiral. Uh he's my general, obviously, because he's the Admiral. I've got two Aether Chemists. Um one's got the earburster, which is the um artifact, which means that when he does he kills a model, I think it's killer model, um, then they have to take a battle shock test immediately. So you can do like double battle shocking uh, combo with that. I've only taken two Aether for chemists because they're really good. They're they're like probably the best hero for the points um that you can get. The buff's amazing, the shooting attack's pretty good they've got an aura which reduces damage um so to down their attacks down so if they're even free uh but what i like about them is is the obviously they can make your units have more shots so uh, using the augmentation ability uh, at this event they don't stack so it's not worth i don't think it's worth taking free i think most armies only have 2a for chemists for that reason
2: i think i saw 3 in one
1: list uh, um maybe. I looked through, I couldn't see a list with three, but maybe I'm wrong. Um and then I've gone for three units of Arcanaut Company as a battle line, tens standard. Uh, I have got one unit with volley guns. Now the reason I've got that is because the models, like I didn't have enough sky hooks. I didn't really want to convert up a loads of Skyhooks and I didn't want to buy them, so I took I've got six Sky Hooks and three volley guns. Um, I just want to see what the volley guns do, really. I probably will convert up another three um, skyhooks because I think that's the obvious choice. But um, I thought, why not take the? They'll be the guys that will sit in the ironclad, and they've got a shorter range weapon, um, but they roll more dice. So can potentially... they shoot out of the ironclad. No, no, oh, okay. no. So you've got a you've got to drop out um, to shoot, uh, which is a bit of a shame, really, uh, but. I think if you could just sit in the ships and shoot out, it'd be it'd be amazing, really, just shooting really off the deck, it would be cool. And I think the only the only problem is it would be a bit risky because if they if they charged your ship and destroyed it, you'd you'd just die because you couldn't be able yeah, to deploy it just them. Yeah, but... it's um, So, I mean, I would have liked to have seen cool stuff like you know have some way to like repel borders. So if they charged you and killed the ship, you could push them away and then drop you know stuff like that. But. You know, who knows what will come out in the future. There's got to um, be some risk, I suppose, as well, aren't there, to stop people yeah, doing that? Just, but then yeah. maybe you just give them minuses, or you reduce their range, or whatever. But or you only certain weapons can shoot, or anyway. Um, then you've got I've got nine Sky Wardens, uh, and then this unit's my shooting unit, so I've got the aphematic volley guns and the drill cannons. Now, um, the reason I took these guys rather than engine riggers is they're just cheaper. They're just sixty points cheaper. Um, they're basically doing the same job um, there is really no difference other than the fact they're cheaper um, I mean they've got slightly different rules, they don't heal the ships but basically they're exactly the same profile um, so I thought well I'll go for the cheap ones um, I like the engine riggers a lot but I thought well Skywardens yeah go for those um, so they've got 24 inch range on those guns so they're my like long range firepower <clears throat> with the 12 inch move they can obviously board the Ironclad for free, so they don't take up any space. I've also taken nine Engine Riggers. So I've actually got three grapnels, um in there, and they, they're literally my combat unit. Because I think if you take all guns, you're going to struggle against certain armies, because there's anti-shooting stuff out there, like Mirror Shield units, um, like heroes in Stormcast, uh, you know, anything like Paladin Protectors, there's, there's other things out there that are like the deceivers. So you need a unit that can fight. Um, so I took engine Riggers. And I want to try out both units, both sort of flavours. I was tempted to run the Skywardens in three units of three and have them as sort of MSU. But the problem is, as soon as you do that, you lose the benefit of the Aether Chemist. So you kind of want to put them all in one unit to buff the unit once. Um, and I've also taken a unit of... Um, Grunstock Thunderers. Now, I've taken a little bit of a off-the-wall choice of just going for the basic rifles, and the main reason for that is because they're kind of sitting in the middle of everything. So they, they kind of hit slightly better, they've got rend, you roll a lot of dice, but you roll more dice, yeah, I'd probably be better off running like mortars or cannons, but cannons are only 12-inch range, um, so actually being 9 away when you drop with a Sky vessel having to be nine away from the enemy means they've got to be quite close to the front lines to actually use that shooting. And also they can't hit stuff that's far back. Whereas the um the rifles are eighteen inches, so it's it's a decent range and they're um they're kind of a bit all rounder. And I thought well with, with the buff from the Aether chemist, they they're rolling quite a lot of dice. Um, And I've got the Ironclad, obviously, and that's got the engines, so that it can drop down from the sky, because that's the whole point. Um, And the idea is I can deploy two Arcanaut companies on the table, so two units are ten. And the reason I don't want to put everything off the board is because it gives me some units to contest objectives early in the game if I don't want to drop on turn one or two. Um, So I've basically gone for... If I have two units on the table with a 24-inch range gun that can just basically camp and objective, um, it, it just gives me something to almost force my opponent to commit to do something about it. And um, then I can keep the Thunder the other unit of Arconauts with the volley guns with all the heroes, with both units of um, the Skywardens and the Engine Riggers all in the ship. So my whole army is pretty much in the ironclad, which I can drop down. Um, I, I haven't played any games. I've played zero games, so... I'll be going in, and I've grudged Andy Talbot straight away, so he's got Stormcast, which I think is a very hard matchup for me. Um, and just looking forward to getting it in and, and doing. I'm sure I'll forget loads of rules because um, I've got to worry about all the um, all the kind of Skyport special rules, all the all the rules on on all the all the stuff. Like the the Ironclad could raise a signal to get buffs, and I'm sure I'll forget half of this stuff. um but yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to playing with it. Um, I can't. I don't know. I, I think you it's don't know be what okay. your
2: bad matchups are going to be, really. Then.
1: Well, I've got a good idea. Um, my issue, I think, with the whole army is the um, the wound um, count is quite low. I've only got technically five, well six units, uh, a ship, and three characters, so it's actually going to be quite hard to contest objectives. I don't have many bodies, and they can't really take any damage. I don't really have any combat power other than one unit of engine riggers. I mean, this is stuff that's more endemic to Cradrons rather than my list in particular. But um, I think the the army itself is fairly good, but honestly, I don't know. Like, I've taken a few off-the-wall choices in there, um, which you don't see. I just want to kind of play with games of it and see how it, how it feels. And I'm sure I'll lose games just on how I didn't play the drop right, because it's a bit like Warrior Brotherhood. If you mess up the drop, then you, you're going to probably lose. Because once you're committed, you don't have a lot of speed to get where you need to go. I am tempted to leave the um, Thunderers in the ship, and for the next turn is almost move and drop them somewhere else, depending on what I'm playing against. But we'll see because the the good thing about the engine riggers is they can drop out and they can grapnel across to something else, so they can actually attack away from the ship, which is quite nice.
0: Yeah, I am. I actually found when I played against the engine riggers, the grapnels is something that I never really is something to,
2: that you you have to really consider. You can't really get out of the way of them, to be honest. Um. How do you feel about the um, the when you use the engine riggers, like the grunt? Because isn't the wording on it, when they do the Batman ability, a bit sort of ambiguous as in like you can pick a piece of terrain and then just you have to finish closer to
0: it so you can
1: string out a little bit? I was no, talking- it's, it's not that at all. Um, I think people are playing it wrong. Yeah. So it basically says, an engine rig of a Grapnel can fire at the end of their shooting phase after all shooting has been resolved. Yeah. Choose a terrain feature or unit, friend or foe, with wounds characteristic 10 or more within 24 and roll a dice. On a 4 more, you've snagged the target. Immediately move this unit any distance directly towards the target. So that, to me, thinking with my old war machine head on, directly towards is you go in a straight line. There's yeah. none of this. I'm going to go slightly off skew. I'm, I'm ending my move closer. It doesn't say finish your move closer to that unit or terrain than when you started. It says move directly towards. Directly towards
2: to me says go directly in a straight a line. Straight line, line. Yeah. yeah, straight
1: line. That's how I'm going to play towards it. Towards
0: that one single point. It's not like piling at all, is it?
1: No. Not it's specific. basically your unit will end up almost like funneling to into a cluster. Yeah.
0: That's the
2: that way played it, but he, he was saying there's a lot of chatter uh, on the internet
0: about how you could play it a different way.
1: Well, it be? I think that's the wrong
2: way to play it. Because um, people I'm, are like going round units with it and stuff.
1: Yeah,
0: I think. it's almost you, like
1: grappling something. It's intended.
0: And... Like it's a zip line. You, you don't get any choice about your zip line. It's start no. point, finish point, and you get to drop off at something on that trajectory, and that's it.
1: Yeah, I think for me, I'll just pick a point on that model or that terrain, and I will move the unit, like every model in that unit, directly towards that point in a straight line. Yep. That's how I'm going to play it. Um, because I, I think that's the only way you can play it. Because um, it says directly towards. Yeah, uh, yeah. You don't have to go the full distance, so you still get some control. And you can move the unit before you grapnel normally, so you just got to be careful where you move the stuff. I think I think it's one of those things that I've seen some pictures where people have like grappled something and then they've flown past it and down the side of it and it's like well, how did you do that? I mean I'd be even ambiguous about people changing the formation of the unit from like being into a strung out line into being a clump and it's like well how did that work? Because you're not moving directly towards are you? That's the only, be, only way you can play it directly towards. Is yeah. what it says.
2: If you're three line, if you're like in a little line three wide, you should end up almost in a little triangle.
1: Yeah. With the front yeah, one exactly. being
2: in the middle, and then the two behind just being yeah, tucked in just behind you. Behind it, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Depends on on how far away you are in the angle. Yeah, but yeah. Generally, yeah, that would be the that would be how it should be played. Like I I don't I don't think it's quite as like people are doing obviously too much with it. I think. Um but I haven't played I haven't played anyone using it, but if I played someone I would be going, no no, nah, don't work like that <laughs> And yeah. uh, you know I'll be saying where it says directly towards so you you argue why you can go down the side of something that you've zip lined towards because that doesn't that doesn't make sense, right? That's, yeah I, I, I kind of think for it thematically you've got a you've got a grappling hook that's hit something and you're being pulled like towards it. Like yeah. how do you swing around the side or <laughs> you know, so I Batman. I think I think it's, yeah, and Batman. But um, I'm quite looking forward to playing with it. Uh, I mean, I've I wanted to play with this army for a while now. Um, not this list, but the army. And I think I wanted to take enough different units that I was going to get a feel for different things. Um, unfortunately, if I had like a... I have got another list, which has got a frigate, a gun hauler, and an ironclad in it. Um, and I'd rather play that. And I've got a little... Um, I've got a cheeky idea with like an unkillable ironclad, um, and I'd love to see how that panned out. Um, cause I think that'd be quite interesting. Almost like when it's dead. <laughs> uh, well, you've got like a way to bounce wounds yeah. into the gun hauler, and you can put engine masters on it and give it the healing hull. And then you can take engine riggers, um, oh. which you can hide inside it and then pop out. Um, and they can heal it as well, so you can basically yeah. get quite a lot of wounds back. And you've got a, a, an escort ship, which is basically just acting as a wound bounce. Um, and I think it'd be quite an interesting because it gives you something in the army you don't really have, and that's a really defensive unit that you can pin Tanking stuff in. Piece. Yeah. yeah, it's just tank stuff, and then you can shoot. The, you can shoot around it. Um, I think that's what would be really good when if you run like multiple frigates. Um, you can you could then do like a almost almost like pin down entire areas of the board. Um, obviously they they're not as resilient, um, but you could use like one gun hauler strategically placed behind them, um, which you could use as ablative wounds. Um, yeah, it, it, there's some options. I think I think the um, the army itself is quite interesting. Um, I think the only problem as we touched on the last show is that a lot of the units are a little bit feel a little bit overpriced um with yeah. the um heroes and the ships so <clears throat> people tend to gravitate towards just having one ironclad and ill fin because it's safe you know you're off the table you get all the control of where you drop um you can you can come down whenever you want there's no time limit on it um you then can obviously deliver most your damage without risk because you're not charging, you're shooting. Um, so, yeah, it'd be interesting. I just want to see how it plays. Do you want to pick out some, some lists we think are going to... Some predictions?
2: Yeah? Do yeah. so we do lists and then predictions, or predictions and lists?
0: Um, yeah, pick yeah up I reckon picking out, the list, picking out the list individually, like, regardless of player or anything that we think are interesting or particularly good, or, like... Perfect examples of uh like the hard end of things or
1: Okay. So do you wanna should we pick a list that we think's the if you could own the army and play with it which one you'd want? And which army you think is is gonna would be very solid and maybe take the event out?
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go go in the same order we did lists or yeah. 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 No. I'd I'd have Wildman's Zinch army. Right, and okay. I reckon I reckon he's going to be up there, top three, with it.
1: I reckon.
2: Yeah, not bad. That's that's my pick. Why do you think think that? He's he's played it enough. He knows what he's doing. It's full of tricks. It's solid. It can compete with everything. It can chaff up most things. It can deal with stuff at long range. I I just think he's going to do really well with it. He's got some tricksy little bits, which will catch people out as well. He knows what they are, so... You know, he, where did he come at South Coast? Fourth, fifth, or something? Got a bit unlucky uh, in one game.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. He, finished he, he up was up there, there so.
2: fifth, sixth, or something.
1: He was, he was definitely. He was up competing. There. He was definitely competing. Yeah. So, um,
2: and fate dice. You know, they're, just, oh, they're so strong.
1: So he's your pick to win, and it's the list you want? It, it's that's
2: the list I'd want because it's got just awesome stuff in it that I, 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 you know, I want skyfires and. Pink horrors and stuff. Variety
0: as well, hasn't he's got 20 Tangors, he's got six combat skyfires, he's got, uh, sorry, six normal skyfires, three combat skyfires. It's not, it's well, not fact
1: he's running the coven.
0: Yeah,
2: he's got a little coven in there as well. He's got a decent summoning pool, 280 points. Yeah, so um, there's the option to put the changeling on the Balewind for 36 inch range gateways. You know, there's, he could summon bloodletters and all sorts in there. So, I think it's pretty solid. I think it's a really good list as well. Yeah. Um, there you go. If I could have a second one, Craig Carlton.
1: Yeah, he, which list It's basically is
2: that? Alex Harrison's South Coast list, which is what fifteen Skyfires, Bloodletters, Fiends, It's just got everything in it. All, all the good stuff from Chaos. is all in one list. Style. Yeah. It's it's all in there. That's that's cool. solid. But I I don't know what his playstyle's like because. I don't think he's I've seen him on any podiums or anything, so it'd be interesting to see what he does with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure.
2: The, the list's strong but you gotta play it, haven't you? So Yeah, it's you can cock up with it. You know, Skyfires might be amazing, but if you shoot the wrong things then yeah. <laughs> don't matter, does it? No. Liz? <laughs> um right so i'm not going to pick like the strongest list i'm just going to pick an out there list that i actually think is pretty good um which is m who used to work on Warhammer tv i, I think that her silver list is pretty cool but it's something that i've not seen you know she's got a larial uh a tree lord ancient six hunters two bows and um three units of dryads and um, it's a bit low on heroes but i just actually think it's all right you know you've got a larial a tree lord ancient and the side hunters you've got like a, a good combat threat there and it does a little bit of everything. I just think if you could have squeezed in another hero, I think it would have been really good. Um, no formations, nothing like that. I just quite like it.
0: Yeah.
2: I think it'd be like it'd be interesting to play against. Um, you know, because you've got a lot that can do, dish out damage there with the Lariel and the Hunters. Um, for me, who I think is going to win the event, I, I think Wildman's going to win the event. Yeah, yeah, I
1: can't I, all pick Wildman. This is this is getting. Yeah. If he listens to this, it's going to so go to his head. Oh, yeah. I'm going
2: to tell him to listen to it, and he'll be at the weekend going,
1: yeah, fucking amazing.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, his list is really good. He's played really well with it. You know, lately, he's got the games under his belt. I think it's, an, it's got an answer to everything, unless he comes unstuck against, like, a kind of rug where he's got too many balls. He, he was a bit team. unlucky to win, not win South Coast, so he, he could definitely win this, you know. Yeah. But that's, yeah, good good pick from you there, Les. like your like
0: style. Yeah. So, is so, it Russell Byron? Byron? Um The list I think is interesting. I uh, I do like Adam Turner's MSU. Yeah, that, that like, was my other like, one. Like, that's... He He used to, when he was playing 8th Edmore, he he was the first person running MSU Ogres. He played them very well. And he generally takes interesting, kind of like slightly funky lists and plays them to a pretty decent level. Um, yeah, I just think it's... So, it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 eight or maybe nine i can't count because they all look the same uh units of three spirit hosts as the battle line two Mongol, and four Khan wraiths um one of which has the curse book <laughs> it's just um yeah it's interesting it'll look great i love how nighthorn armies look there there's not a massive amount of variety when you see them but i think they kind of like the repetition works with them and the spirit hosts are so dynamic and swirly uh, also you've got to respect anyone who is assembled or oh, whatever that is, um, 24. I built eighths. you
2: six, that was enough.
0: Yeah, I've built them as yeah. well,
2: and they're not fun.
0: <laughs> they're not easy. So that's my pick, as just being awesome. I think you'll probably, probably do better than people would expect. I think you'll catch some well. people out. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then, other armies to pick, uh, as far as, like, I think all of us saw Wildman and know that it's a strong list, and he plays it well. I also like that he's got more variety in it than most people in the the larger summoning pool. I think it's it's a list that has it's more techy, uh, less obvious, but in the hands of a good general, has more options. So obviously that's strong. Um, I think the stormcast lists are, are pretty strong. Like there's there's a few fairly similar ones. Uh, the it's not warrior brotherhood anymore. Uh, things have moved on, but it, kind of that type of two very hard-hitting paladin units and then do stuff at ranges. There's a lot of stormcast throughout it. Maybe one of the Vanguard Palador lists.
1: So there are a list with Vanguard Paladors? I didn't see that one. No. Not Vanguard
0: Paladors. What's the it's, other it's, ones? Well, the strike right, one with the Raptors, you mean, don't you? Yeah, that one. a for strike um,
1: yeah. yeah. Um Still say, I, I didn't see a unit of Palador's in sight <laughs> at this event. So. No, that's... Uh, that's let's 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 down. Down. They're,
2: they're hidden filth, why not?
1: <laughs> Unless you have to tell um, people why they're good, then we might see some. Oh, yeah, okay.
2: They <laughs> on the table. That's why you have they're to good. lie
1: about it. <laughs> I have to
2: lie about it. What you do is you look at them and you go, Could I take a unit of formulators for forty points more? Yes.
0: So then take the Formulators. Yeah. I think the um the, the hammer strike forces definitely have the potential to catch like it's a solid, flexible varied army that does things well and is also pretty resilient against um shooting because it, it cannot be on the board which is really helpful Um so I think just for being steady and consistent I think one of them could do really well yeah
2: but Sam, and, uh, Sam knows what he's doing with it as well doesn't he
1: and, I don't yeah. want to play Andy it's not a very nice list. <laughs> why did I grudge him what are you doing why didn't you not you take the grudge away? It's so you can lose
0: and then play me round two and you'll have played two nice people who don't mind you consulting oh, have your book heavy two. Oh, I time.
2: missed that opportunity. Still, still, time. Time. still time. Still time. Still,
1: still time, trying. the yeah. draw's not been done yet. All right. Yeah. Right. Um cheeky message. Yeah. So what do you think's gonna win the event, Byron? Did you do that? Did I miss it? Yeah, I think the. I think he said like five armies. Castor. So do you think? <laughs> yeah. Do you think one of the hammer strike lists? So do you think Sam Sam could win? Yeah, why not? Repeat his uh, performance from Face Hammer. Yeah,
0: he can be the King of the North again.
1: Yeah, King, <laughs> <in the North. laughs> King of the North. I've been watching so much Game of Thrones recently. <laughs> um, okay, um, for me, I'm going to go through a couple of lists that I think are cool uh and i i would like if i could have the models i would like them because it means i wouldn't have to build them so any of the cradron armies with a frigate so i don't have to build and paint one <laughs> um the iron jaws chris's iron jaws cuz they're lovely um i would say as well for me i really like um dan mitchell's moon clan army um i think you know I think it's a bit netlisty of him to copy the Heat winning army. You know, just show no imagination at all, just copy yeah, and paste. And a, on a batch, is not it? All these <laughs> people coming, out, coming <laughs> out, the woodwork the moment. Just, they realise it's the new film. Just netlisting. There's like, so, oh, wait, one Heat free. I'm just going to copy and paste that list.
0: Although it's not the same. But um, saw, saw some squigs. Thought, you know what? That you know that's one
2: event. I better start getting on that and taking the even squig got him on his own wagon. podcast,
0: so we could get some inside information on it faster than anyone else. Yeah,
1: just it's, unashamed. He's Absolutely such a film manga. Unashamed. Um, I really like. This is a really random choice. A Daniel Brewer's army because it's like a pure, almost a pure. It's a pure Skaven army, which I just think is cool. It's got that, like that one snitch. It's got Deathmaster Snitch, Art Warlock, a chieftain uh, with battle standard, a Vermin Lord Deceiver, a Vermin Lord Warpseer. Ten clam rats, ten clam rats, ten clam rats, thirty night runners, uh, ten gutter runners, and nine Giselles. Thirty just... night runners. What? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the reason he's got thirty night le- runners is because they deploy and they move before the game, so yeah, you can put thirty really guys good. in a big long line, and then you can move them up um, their move and just stop all these armies that have to be nine away actually be able yeah. to do anything.
2: That's that's why I was going to put them the in
1: fast my
0: well, um, army. Six inch move.
1: Yeah, they're, they're really good. It gives you, like, a really nice buffer from your, your guns. And Nine Giselles is pretty good. You've got a Deceiver to jump around. The War, Warp series is cool. Um, Deathmaster Snitch is also, like, really good. Uh, I don't know. I just... I know it's not the best, but I just... I think it's nice to see a pure Skaven army. You just don't yeah. see it, do you? I think it's... That, uh... That's not all Storm Fiends. Yeah, exactly. And and I think... or yeah. well, it hasn't got in it, so immediately not a, not a Skaven army. But, um... There's a there's obviously a Harm or Death, Hammerdeath um, Nar root list which is quite so, nice. The one I took the Six Nations. Yeah, yeah. less DM so, build. Yeah, well they're they're all, they're all, all Les DM builds apart from Magnus. I can do that with everything. Yeah, apparently. Uh, Gary Hennessy's army I quite like because he's got ogres in it. Um, I like it. Sorry, I think so, that'll
0: catch people out as well. I think
1: you mean Ogors. Yeah, <laughs> o- ogres, <laughs> Ogors, fire bellies and spear chuckers.
2: Um, uh... <laughs> I can burden me on that and crap earlier on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, cares Yes. Um, no, it's good. I like. I like to be picked up on these things. Um, so then we've also got the. Uh, there's a Glockin army, which I think is cool. Oh, that's amazing. Um, so with the tally band so I think that's nice to see the Glockin on the table. Um, we have Epidemus. Oh, if that guy gets the tally up. Oh. That Glockin' is a... just going to smash
2: stuff to bits, but it'll probably die time
1: one. <laughs> there's a guy with Beast Claw Rages taking the formation that allows you to take Gore Grunters. So it's like, oh, I could take a formation that allows me to get this really good Iron Jaws unit in my army. <laughs> and it's like, um, he's got the Skull, which I really What's like.
2: Name? What's
1: his name? Uh, Kane Holloway.
2: Oh no! I played a guy in Bristol at one of the Bristol club, uh, the Bristol club nights, and he had that list, like a, a mm. fr- um, beast call Raider list with gold and I was like, because it does more wings on the charge and stuff, doesn't it? It's not actually that
1: yeah, bad. So it, uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, so he's he's obviously he's quite nice because he's got the um, uh, he's got the hunter, the ice brow hunter uh, with the skull, with the twos two of frost sabers, and then this other formation. I think it struggled a bit because he's only got one big beastie, but uh, it's it's nice to see. I mean, who knows? Goal Grunters, who knew? Um, obviously, um, Liam's got, got a solid Gnar root list. Uh, Wildman's list, we've talked to, really good. Um, there's some cool lists. I mean, there's one which is uh, very random, which has got um, it's an order list. and It's got like a Blackhawk Fleetmaster and Skink yeah, Chiefs and Corsairs yeah. and executioners and drake spawn knights whatever they are guess they're like cold ones i'm not sure Bastillodon, a yeah. stegadon or war hydra it's like a, i've got a random collection of stuff so let's <laughs> take it on the table um yeah there's there's quite a few interesting lists i think for me does it have I scales of... on it yes
0: no yeah it, has yes, it got so scales it so that's in my army
1: yeah. <laughs> I, bet, I bet he's got a story Jackie's one of those people that's got a story behind his I army so. there's a double cunning ruck. which yeah whatever and then, um, you know, Niger's army is like cunning. Ru- There's quite a few almost like copy and paste lists that you see. There's quite a few sort of net feel
2: lists, sort of. Yeah, there or thereabouts.
1: Yeah. There's a Setra army, which is, you know, it's nice to see him still, he still refuses to die.
2: With the old points as well, I'm surprised no one's pushing around
1: your master's list. So I just emailed Tim and just saw that out now. Yeah, just let like, me take it. No, I didn't go for all that. No, you're not borrowing it. If you're not oh. going to paint it, you're not taking it. I'm not lending it to you. It just makes you lazy. That's the problem. So uh...
2: Hey, I've got a painted army. What are you on about? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> a
0: brand new painted army that no one's ever seen Terry run before. Ever?
1: definitely.
2: Um, it's different because. I've oh, got... here we
0: go. Every time.
2: I've got the painted a I've bit on the case, and mate. clean one in the <laughs> list normally is in my summoning pool. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I quite like Tom uh, McTimony's list because it's the Council of Blood with Scarbrand yeah. Raffa and two Incident Rage Um which I I think is cool like you know, I would love to yeah. go and fight that one in the middle of the table That would be Oh, that'd be
2: amazing for your army I would love to watch that game You two just pushing dragons and bloodthirsts into you'd each other i getting really worried about and Just murking all of my stuff He <laughs> just gets super angry and just fucking one shots Them all off You're like, oh.
1: <laughs> And then uh, I think my pick For the event The winner what? and the list Is Tony Moore with the change host Um He's got uh, obviously two Lords of Change, Changeling, Blue Scribes, heralds, inch, Zinch, Gort Summoner, 10 Pink Horrors, 10 Pink Horrors, 10 Pink Horrors, 10 Blues, 10 Brimstone, 10 Blues, 10 Brimstones, the Change Host, and the Duplicitous Host. Uh, with a summoning pool of 210 points, I think this is the list to beat. Um, honestly, I believe that he... It depends how many games he's played. Uh, Tony is a solid player, and it's really, I think, this defensive denial style army really fits Tony's personality and how he likes to play in the fact that it, it plays to his strength and he's always said to me he's a cautious player he's not an aggressive player and he's got a an army that's all about using these tricksy teleporty shenanigans uh, and spells to Absolutely do damage
2: yeah
1: yeah, and I think, the blue I think is amazing in that list
2: because they can't not cast yeah, they yeah. Can't yeah. Not cast. because ones become twos and you get to
1: auto cast with the blue scribes whatever you want to cast you cast it's amazing i think i think it's a solid army it's got loads of dirty tricks in it tony's gonna know it inside and out because he would have been meta in it uh, he's probably played a few sneaky games on the side of it um it's a solid player you know it's team england captain this year i think i think tony it's tony's event um, I, I, I can definitely see a, a change host taking the. It'd event be out nice to see him win an so. event. You think oh, there's going to be a, a doing... team on the top table? Yeah, I, last I, game. I think so. I think um, you can't. I don't think you can write off people like Darren, Adam Turner, you know, Les's list is really solid. Um, Byron might shock people with how he plays. I'd love to see Tomlin <laughs> take the event out, but I'm not sure. Like, I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of unknowns. Like people I don't know. Um. So you never know, and I think in the meta, um, if I if I could if I had to pick one army to play, it would be Les's army just because I know how balanced it is. Oh, it I'd, be, I'd like, be
2: picking Craig Carlton's army with on the basically Alex Harrison's South Coast list. I'd be that's what that. I was
0: saying about the Stormcast. I just think that while people are toting around all this, like my army does seventy thousand tricks stuff, like just people saying like my army's flexible. It's got these four different parts to it. And it happens to be decent against shooting in the current med. That is a thing.
1: It's simple, strong, balanced. It's not complicated to to. There's not tricks that complicated to play. You're not reliant on one single piece to be like your linchpin, um, and it's got a bit of everything. I think for me, after I mean, I played with the army as well, so I know how strong it is. I just think it's got it's got everything you need. Like it is, yeah. it's that balanced. You it's just that good. I think most other armies you, you can pinpoint weaknesses very quickly and very easily. With that Stormcast army it's just it's just solid. Like just, there isn't really that massive weaknesses in it. And I think that's gonna over over like the rounds that'll just win out, I think. Um I'm surprised no one's picked out Matt Robinson's triple um
0: he'll do or, really well on a uh, Blood Warrior list. Yeah, Gore um, Pilgrims with um, Gaw Pilgrims, Gore Tide, Slaughterborn. Um, I it's I just the same
1: see. same old yeah. thing with Bloodbound. You you win win a few games, um, you'll lose a couple just because you don't have the flexibility in the army. Um, it's yeah, it's okay, but I can't see it being all conquering. It's just not it just the yeah, thing i found I with playing
2: Bloodbound if if they push a stonehorn into you and you don't have wrathmongers to kill it it pretty much can kill your whole army
1: he's gone. same with yeah. the star drake
2: yeah
0: yeah
1: the star drakes a nightmare as well because even wrathmongers cause it doesn't really care about big monsters hitting it yeah it's like it doesn't it doesn't really care about it hitting itself i mean literally a star drake could run into that army and the army just goes and what do yeah, i do
2: the star drake will probably heal itself when it hits itself Probably, because it's only Rendwar. Healing weans back on a six.
0: Yeah. Interesting. He's taken two um, his blood, uh, blood Blessing. There's so many bees in this. Blood Blessing Bronze Flesh is on both of his slaughter Priests, which yeah. is um, interesting. So his Blood your is just going to be ungodly tanky. Uh, three up makes a big difference on those, I think, and when there's ten of them, that's a pretty tasty unit. Yeah, you can cast the same prayer multiple times under
2: this pack, can't you? So it's pretty good.
1: I think for me the problem I've got with that list is it just doesn't have enough um, variation in it. It's just too. It's a lot of it men. In it's just men. It's just men and characters. The problem is with Bloodbound, as, soon as the characters go down, the army falls to bits. Yeah. You've got one blood creator, which is basically you lose that. You lose all your battle shock immunity. Uh, the slaughter are the amazing. Pilgrims, so if he hides it well, it can cover the best part of the board it's hard it's it's hard to hide it if you want it within a position where it's going to cover a lot of the table it depends on the, it depends on the like 30 the though yeah yeah but it depends if if you roll its 30 isn't it uh is, is he got three sort or three or two two, That's two, two. okay so it's well, 30 yeah. but i mean the thing so is like so it does but you know you've got to have a table where you've got the scenery to hide him oh yeah and you know it's it's it, yeah you can hide him but it, you know you don't really want to be sitting there going. I hope I get a piece of line of sight blocking terrain that I can hide my guy in. Yeah. Um, that's then within a position that I can actually influence the objectives. So it's like it's kind of like yeah, it's it's cool, but it's not. Um, I don't know. Like I think it's solid. I mean, it's a bloodbound army. They're always that's good. That's why South like, Coast was
2: amazing because you could put your own <laughs> terrain down every game and go. Well, I know I'm going to be stood
1: there. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's it's it's part of the. I think, for me, the it's okay, but Bloodbound, I've played them enough. I know they can be solid, but I think the problem as well, I think he might struggle to finish some of his games. That is a thing, yeah. Because how many models does he have that roll dice out of sequence? He's got three units of ten Blood Warriors, five Blood Warriors. They're all rolling out of sequence. Um, he's got the Skull Reapers, which have got complicated levels of attacks, rolls lots of dice. You know, it's quite an extensive hero phase. I just—I don't know. I just—I—I I think you are. You're straight away going, okay. I've—I've I've got a lot of stuff to do in the game. I you don't really shooting. Got no range. Um, yeah. I can almost hear
2: it stressing you out now with the time that it would take, <laughs> as if you were playing it.
1: i i know it too well. Like, I know it all too well. It's like, even like people say about Pano, they go, oh, he never finishes games. It's, he's playing a Bloodbound army. It just takes a lot of time. You've got to be on point and you've got to play. Um, and I think that's the issue I have with those sort of armies, playing with them and against them. You is don't get the,
0: stop and think you, time, do you? If you take and, that, you won't finish. Yeah.
1: And I think... And it's when we've talked about having clocks before, haven't we? I think it's an interesting. If you had your own time clock, armies like that would be... Less popular because she'd be about. saying, "Well, <laughs> I don't have the time to to use it." So it's a bit like yeah. I found it really strange when I played War Machine. Like a bit of a tangent, but um, where you had time turns, and literally you had, I built a couple units. I was playing hardcore, and it was my first tournament, so it was, it was a bit of an extreme. Uh, but I was like, "Well, actually, I've only got. I think it was seven minute turns with a five minute extension." you could use once and so actually you think well seven minutes is not a long time like and some of the units I didn't do anything with it because I didn't have time to roll the attacks Like, I had a unit of like ten guys which could do like the shooting attack and then charge and stuff and I was like well there's no point me using them because I don't have time to work out the attacks so I just literally was just pushing them into a blob and going on move on to the next thing that's important Um so I think it's like as soon as you're under time pressure it's a problem and um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, for me, like I, I find that playing with a bloodbound army is quite stressful, um, just because you are under that time pressure. Exhausting, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's one of the good things that I. It's also particularly exhausting when you're, you know, you need all your time. You're, you're very quick on your turns, and then it's, you know, then you, your opponent's very slow, and you're like, look, then at I the, end of the game is like, I, yeah. It's like, oh, you took ages. Well, I really didn't. I'm just moving three times the amount of models that you've got. So, you know, that's why my turns took just the same amount as yours, but you've only got like five units, so it really shouldn't take that long. Um, but, I mean, it's kind of one of the good things about the cradjons, I guess, that it'll be quick.
2: It all flies around in one boat. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: doesn't. I'm, I'm literally, in my head, I'm just going to be going, on a boat! And, uh, <laughs> what is it? Clown, clown car? Clown car, yeah. But um, I like that. Yeah, I think I'm not. I'm not that happy with my army list. I I I don't think it's quite as balanced as it could be. I think I'd probably just I just drop, shoot, do a bit of damage, and if I don't win the turn, roll, just lose. I think it's not. I don't think it's as good as. I just don't think it doesn't have the impact. I mean, I was thinking about the actual damage output, and most of stuff hits on fours. There's no re rolls. Um, You know, it's just it's just a bit. Mm, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe I just blow people off the table, but I just can't. I've seen it blow can't people off see the, the table, it. but without the chemist stacking, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Well, I just don't yeah. know how it's going to work out. I mean, I mean, what I'm going to do is basically chemist the both units of the um, bubble guys. I think. I mean, I might. I was tempted to deploy one of the bubble guy units on the table at the start of the game, just to give me that long range twelve and the shoot shooting. Um, so, I've got something that I can run around the table shooting things while I wait for my ship to drop. Yeah. Uh, that just oh. makes them vulnerable,
2: doesn't it? So that's the problem. I've, uh, got a cheeky grudge now. Sam said, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So, uh,
1: yeah. You and Sam on first round then? Yep.
2: Yeah,
1: so, that'd be good. Is there any other. Out. You're feeling left out? Yeah. You should grudge Les. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> what about Tomlin? Has that's he got it. a grudge? He,
2: has, uh, yeah. he doesn't oh yeah he does he's playing Dan Mitchell
1: yeah that's
0: the first person I asked he's been been snapped up already
1: you could um, you could snaffle one of these like look at the list now you've got them and pick one of the weakest and go oh do you want another game <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> should you should grudge that corn player just for the just for the lol you played Liam before grudge Liam um, yeah we have but I've only played him in
0: um, in doubles but, yeah yeah that would be a bad one actually yeah yeah. So he's a good to play against. Yeah, I'll so. yeah, right. worrying, him, no, worrying him slightly less this time. Oh god, I've, good I've not even looked at. No, I've not even looked at Niger's list, um, apart from noting there were sixty guys in it at one point.
1: I think Style. it's just uh, kind of, it's just a standard like destruction big thing list, isn't it? Yes. Oh, you should grudge
2: Tom Hewitt, Byron. Oh. Tom here is a legend. What's yeah, he got? he's Drake- got a Drake sworn Templar, a Drakoff Lord, a Heraldo, a Castellan, uh, Judicators, Liberators, Liberators, Fulminators, Fulminators, a Griffhound, two units of computers.
1: I think the Griffhound's just to taunt
2: me, right? Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. That would be a good put, fun game for you. He's a such a, a top Thomas. Yeah, maybe should put a so. call out on uh, on Twitter. And uh, say does anyone who's not got a Take the Piss OTT list want a grudge with me? And I could just get a one person i not played before guaranteed before the event, that'd be nice.
1: Yeah. You could play you could there's lots of there's lots of, there's quite a lot of destruction armies actually, isn't there? Yeah, yeah there's
0: a load, actually. There's well, there's Thunder Tusks and Stonehorns everywhere.
1: I just meant as a faction. Yeah. I, I think they're quite it's quite heavily represented, don't they? I think
0: them Stormcast and um Maybe teacher pretty like.
1: Gary Hennessey could play Gary. He he's already.
0: On? He's already booked. He's got up.
2: a grudge against Liam. Oh, oh. Ah, yeah. Liam, Yeah. Okay.
0: we anyway, go, I've tried. I tried a few. Um, I've told them maybe you've got to win big or lose big, and I'll guarantee that I'll do the same. You def- definitely 10.
2: play Tom Hewitt. List yeah, he should. Good, but like, he's not. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's an edit right there. You should, um, you
2: should um grudge Elvis
1: Presley. Yeah. With a quadrant army. Uh you yeah. just take it just be like, yeah. Ah. <laughs> um I don't know, like I think Adam Turner, do that, that'd be fun, right? That would be a that would be just like
0: handbags at dawn. Like your thing can't hit me, my thing can't hit you, your thing's getting back wounds, my thing's getting back wounds. I don't have much range goodness, you don't have much range goodness. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there'd be like four things would
1: die <laughs> yeah it'd be, uh, I think it's. I'm excited about going to the event just getting the army yeah. on the table and um, going from there but I think that probably wraps it up unless everyone's got anything else to say yeah well we uh, should do our predictions good? should we we did Wildman's gonna win the event no I meant where you're gonna finish <laughs> not oh um,
2: top 10 out of how many players is it 50 50 uh, I think top 10 yeah. Yeah, top ten, top five maybe sneaky podium third, maybe fourth. It's oh, got to be a fourth. The arrogance, the arrogance, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to be a fourth, it's got to
1: be fourth for you, isn't it?
2: Yeah, although Byron's the new fourth,
0: though. Yeah. I've I, I only
1: done it once, though. Yeah, I'm yeah, not going to be repeating
0: starts. that. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be aiming like I would be pleased with top third in, in this field, I think. Um... I'm going to come unstuck at, like, there's a lot of rock, paper, scissors, bad matchups for me in there, so I would be pleased at top third, I reckon. Yeah, I'll
2: be happy at top ten. That'll be all right.
0: Les, yeah. going to win it?
2: Top ten for me, I think. It'll be nice. Okay. I, don't, I, I don't know. I think my luck's going to run out. Top five. I don't know. Top ten. Che- I cheeky podium, second place. Second place, Les. I can't. I just don't think I... I think there's too many... Day two, I'll be playing against teams each.
1: Yeah. You just win, don't you? What? You, you just win look. the event, don't you? No. <laughs> With that list, no. I mean, you just rattled off every arm. You like it could be that, it could be that, it could be that. <laughs> come on, man. Just, just no, I, I I come on, Ben Currie. Ben Currie. Ben, ben He said he's winning. He might win, win and then come in the bottom third. Be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> He'll win
2: three out of five of his games, and the two he loses will be the two skittish. Yeah, that's probably, I think that's what'll happen. I think I'll win three
0: out of five and I'll lose two two on this. Um, Depends if the teacher all beating each other up. Or I'll
2: play Grass on day one when he's drunk and then we we'll beat me, we'll You'll be
0: we'll beat me. and then I won't play. You'll beat me. If you do, if you don't I'm gonna beat me, make sure I play next
1: to you and then I can be chaperone. Do so you know what I might do? I might just keep my boat in the sky for the whole game <laughs> until the last turn and then just, just like, shout I'm on a boat. On a boat every turn whilst drinking.
0: Well, rum um, is thematic if you're on a boat, I guess.
1: Yeah. I might do that. That might be my first game. I don't know. Depends how much <laughs> I can annoy Andy Talbot. <laughs> that's on a boat! Game,
2: the Unsettlers.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just want I to I try and break him out of his uh, his unsettlement towards me. If that's a thing. I don't get know. him
2: drunk because he's savagely hungover the next day as well. I, I know. It's so him. funny.
1: Yeah. I'm definitely going to get him drunk. That's that's the plan. Like, that's do,
2: the... do you want to know what Sam messaged me when I just messaged him to say, "Do you want a grudge?" He said, "Are you drinking?" It says, "Let's do it." Drinking? Question mark. <laughs> he,
1: he, every time he's always about he's always about drinking. That's that's why he's, what I he's just fucking hungry for it. I I said, especially yep. for you. Oh, yeah. he's gonna he's oh, gonna weird he's, you he's out.
2: Try, he's gonna be all over you. He's gonna be licking your neck and like trying to dry. <laughs> <half> you, like, <laughs> Les, I'm gonna <laughs> edit you I'm so much this event. <laughs>
1: I really want to start to Byron
0: <laughs> It'll be fine Oh, It's going to be great
1: There's still tickets for a late entry <laughs> <laughs> If you want to see Terry and Sam going at it in round one He's going
2: like, to just stand next to him and like, try and climb him like a fucking spider monkey up a tree It's going to be like your the... cat's on your head every time we record It's just yeah. going to be Sam on him Sam, Sam gets all touchy-feely because, you know, it makes me uneasy. I'm just going to call his bluff. Ease into like, it. Deck him. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to fucking bend him over the
1: table. <laughs> oh, God. Oh,
2: okay. I can't wait to play you, Sam.
0: It's going to be amazing. I'm going to take some pictures.
1: I don't, oh, no one wants to see this. Don't put a blog on it, will you? <laughs> <laughs> We're, like, stage one, stage two,
0: and it's, like, Sam's starting, Sam's winning... Sam's definitely winning. Terry won. What happened? Terry won.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I don't
0: mean about on the table.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. But yeah, there you go. Good stuff. So okay. thanks for listening. We'll do the event and we'll come back and we'll tell you about how we got on. Yep. Um, There's
0: two tickets for Facehammer GT still up, so grab oh, yeah. them.
1: Yeah. There's. A, yeah. So come along. That'd be fun. Um, yeah, and we'll uh, we'll speak to you soon. Alright letters. To make sure you don't miss out on any more Hammer to Your Face, subscribe to us on iTunes, add our RSS feed to your reader, and follow us on Twitter at facehammer underscore. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to give us some feedback we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening!